MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. Today is the 20th of July. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a winning ticket has been sold for the Powerball jackpot worth an estimated $1.08 billion. Any of us? <laughs> no, I don't think Damn so. it. The sixth it's, like la- it's the sixth largest in U.S. history and the third largest in the history of the game. The winning Powerball numbers for Wednesday night's I, drawing. Okay. Hold up. Sorry. I, d- I do want to see because there was a yes. million dollar yes, winners. All right. In in Earth, check it out. Whip right. them out. Mm-hmm. And I want Mama Cho to get her money. Uh, she'll get something out of this. Okay, go ahead, guys. All right, ready? The yep. numbers, the winning numbers, 7, 10, mm-hmm. 11, mm-hmm. 13, mm-hmm. 24, mm-hmm. and the Powerball number was 24. Uh, okay. How'd you do? I didn't get the Powerball number, right. so forget it. You got nothing. Okay. Yeah. Son of a bitch. What do you get for just the Powerball number? Two I didn't bucks. get free play, yeah. yeah. All right. Two bucks or a free play or whatever. Did you well, get one? I got, uh, right. this was on our collective, so guys, we're going back in for Mega Millie. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Good. Yeah. The yeah. California Lottery said on Twitter that the winning ticket was sold in Los Angeles at Las Palmitas Mini Market. Final ticket sales pushed the jackpot beyond its earlier estimate of $1 billion to $1.08 billion at the time of the drawing. Uh, Steve, you know you don't play, so um, when you go to find out if you're a winner, they, sure. have, they have a little scanner that right. you can go and check out. And there's little QR codes here or whatever, and you hold it down. And there's a little, there's there's a just a second, just a little pause there, and it says, your ticket is dot, 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 dot. <laughs> Not a winner. Oh, <laughs> uh, they milk it. But every now and then, it's congratulations. You won $5 oh. or something like that. What? Where is this that you scan? Can you go back down to Chosen? To yes. Okay. Yeah, they have a little scanner down there. Is it okay. the same machine that, dis- that dispenses? I mean, the one that scans? No, it's separate. separate. It's, it's, right. uh, anybody can walk up to the counter and use that. Otherwise, mm-hmm. to, to get the tickets, you have to, like uh, Mrs. Joe has to do right. it for you. Does that little hand pat. Does the little hand Good luck. Oh, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. Unless you're Casey or Steve. Mm-hmm. And Nothing. Nothing. Uh, the largest Powerball jackpot was $2.04 billion, uh, and that happened in November. The last time someone won the Powerball jackpot this time around was April 19th for the top prize of nearly $253 million. Uh, since then, no one had won uh, the grand prize. While they didn't win the jackpot, several people in our region still won big. Someone in Pennsylvania hit five numbers in the power play, uh, winning $2 million. Nice. Yeah, and then in New Jersey, two tickets matched just the five numbers, winning a million-dollar prize. Yeah, I never realized there were, there were those uh, levels. Yeah, oh yeah. I, didn't, I just thought it was all or nothing. Yeah, sure. some, no, sometimes you can get you can get something that's a, a decent you know take from yeah, it. Yeah. Some bitch. Yeah. Uh, it's expected to be announced exactly where the tickets were sold <laughs> later today. The game now resets at twenty million dollars, <laughs> which, Power- which seems which is amazing, but seems like nothing. Yeah, right. I'll oh. take that too. Yeah, yeah. Powerball is played in forty five states as well as Washington D.C., Puerto Rico, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. You can also try your luck with Mega Millions on Friday night. That Jack pot is at $720 million. The suspected Long Island serial killer has possible ties to Atlantic City, New Jersey. Investigators believe New York architect Rex Hewerman killed three women and he's uh, suspected of having killed a fourth. The 59-year-old has been charged with the murders of Melissa Bartholomew, Megan Waterman, and Amber Costello, whose bodies were found covered in a burlap uh, in burlap along Ocean Parkway on Long Island's South Shore in December of 2010. So, Kathy, we watched that that Netflix special about this. Mm -hmm. 
They're going to have to do a whole new one. I know. Because there's so many elements now that have been revealed through neighbors and people and cover-ups and, you know, all that stuff. It's it's incredible. Well, and sex workers in Atlantic City, exactly. which is what the yeah, times yeah. are. I was reading this morning how they, they got them, and it's pretty interesting, man. They they found these hairs on uh, some of the bodies or in one of the murder cases, and they weren't his uh, they tried to be his wife, yeah, and she was out of the country, so it was impossible for her to commit the murders. And then they got a they 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 found out that it was her, and then they got a piece of his p- pizza crust, yeah, and and out. tested that and and matched all this stuff together, and it put him uh, because they did find one male hair, something like that, but they right. put it all together, and, and that's how they did. It. I mean, these just. Two or three little pieces of hair. It's amazing. And a pizza crust. Also, got him. they were fighting the stalling of the investigation by a corrupt uh, police captain. You know this guy who's no kid in the way. Yeah, who was afraid that uh, things exposed about him, yeah. the Gilgo Beach murderer, would expose stuff that he was eventually revealed about him and his improprieties. Wow. Well, I mean, and, if you call him multiple murder impropriety. But um, you're right. Like a new Netflix series needs to come out because I, also, what? Why did they start looking at this guy? Yeah, I no. don't even know where that came, like where that yeah, came right. from. They found the hairs and like all that kind of stuff, but like he why were they searching him? over the years? Kathy was sort of quasi bragging about committing the murders and would randomly bring up the subject to people he was with. Well, that's what that's yeah. an idiot. Oh yeah, God. Which is why they now have him, which is good. Yeah, thank God he's a moron. Uh, he was also named the prime suspect in the death of Maureen Bernard Barnes, a fourth woman discovered in the same spot, police said. Officials now say the investigation includes interviews with incarcerated sex workers. Authorities are also looking into possible ties to Atlantic City, including uh, including past investigations involving sex workers. Huberman's wife filed for divorce on Wednesday. Her attorney declined to comment. The city of Philadelphia says three new studies will take place to assess the impact on a proposed 76ers arena in Center City. Officials say it will be funded by the project's developers. The new arena dubbed 76 Place would be built on the 1,000 block of Market Street next to the city's Chinatown neighborhood. Residents who live in the area have shown strong opposition to the project. Their top concerns include the deterioration of Chinatown culture, parking and traffic congestion, uh, and increasing rent. The three upcoming studies will focus on the impact of the community and analysis of the economic impact of the stadium and design aspects of the arena. I don't have a horse in this race, it doesn't really bother me if they do it or if they don't. Um, and I, I like Wells Fargo Center, but I, I'm really curious to see whether or not it actually gets built. Yeah. And, and I want to know if you if you guys want to take bets uh, if we check back in in two or three years if they're actually if they you know broken ground. I will tell you this: I bet it will happen because there's some big money behind this. Yeah, but there's and also some big opposition to yeah, it. And, yeah, and like local businesses that would be impacted by the construction, and there's a lot of community blocking of it. See, I, I don't disagree with you. I, yeah. I have no idea, um, but I just remember when the Phillies were, were thinking about building downtown, uh, that ended up not happening in large part because of community opposition. Hey, here's a question. Even though it will be uh, solely dedicated to the Sixers, would it then be open as a music venue yes. Yes. as oh, well? Yeah. 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 yeah, I would think so, Same right? as it is now. Part yeah. of the design. Yeah, cool. so venue, probably. That would be another venue uh, to be able to, an, another access point, and maybe more shows come to town because they there aren't booking issues at the Wells Fargo Center as well. You know, and Having been to the Wells Fargo recently, the refurb is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know good. why. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, should the project go through, officials say construction will start in 2027 with completion in time for the 2031-2032 NBA season. In sports this morning. Sorry, hang on. Oh. 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 
The Phillies saw their four-game winning streak come to an end as they lost to the Milwaukee Brewers 5-3 last night at the ballpark. What the f*** is this? William Contreras hit a tie-breaking double in the seventh inning, and the Brewers won for the fifth time in their last six games. The f*** is that? Contreras had three hits and two RBI for the National League Central leaders, and five of Milwaukee's ten hits were doubles. Contreras also got a key out in the ninth, throwing out Bryson Stott trying to steal second. The series wraps up this afternoon. Taiwan Walker will get the start, the first pitch is scheduled for 12.35. The 2023 Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand begins today with the final slated for August 20th in Sydney. It's the first time the tournament will have 32 countries competing for the world title. The U.S. team will look to defend their back-to-back trophies. England comes off of Euro's 2022 win, and Haiti, Portugal, and Ireland are among eight teams making their World Cup debut. I actually know somebody playing for the Ireland team. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's pretty wild. She's kind of like from this area. The Americans begin play tomorrow night with a match against Against Vietnam and the British Open kicks off this morning from Royal Liverpool in Hoylake, England. The last time the course hosted the British Open was in 2014, which was also Rory McIlroy's last win at a major championship. McIlroy, who won last week's Scottish Open, will tee it up with John Ram and Justin Rose just before 10 a.m. Jordan Spieth and Matthew Fitzpatrick will play with Jason Day in the early wave and will tee off about a half hour before Brooks Kepka and Scotty Scheffler. Uh, Kepka, who has five major championship wins in his career, won the PGA Championship earlier this season and finished in second at the Masters. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you, Kathy. It is Nick McElwain. Yay! Yay! Yes, yes. Happy birthday to you. Wow. Happy birthday, dear special that he did that for you. It's unbelievable. It's amazing. And in honor of Nick's birthday, we're having a pizza party (laughs) today. It's a pizza party. Because uh, Pizzeria Vetri is going to be here this morning, and uh, they're going to supply the eatables, the edibles, once again. They're (laughs) bringing the weed. (laughs) Happy birthday, Nick. Yeah, man. He's bringing the mat really high. (laughs) Uh, But no, we are, uh, we're going to have them stopping in. They're actually already here. This is by far the earliest a meat need has ever Oh, my God. I love uh, punctuality. To the, to the radio station, and they are they're setting up their uh, their pizza oven out. Pizza <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that sound in effect. The by the way. We don't have that. No. So uh, my the, this we have a little audio system in here called Vox Pro. Yeah. My Vox Pro drive is down. No kidding. Are you kidding? Oh. Me? Yeah. Well, no. It was great because when we whenever we come back from like a like time off, something doesn't work. Sure. And when we came back, the internet was down, and uh, my Vox Pro was is oh, completely. On. I might have lost. Thousands? <gasps> of, Are you kidding? Of sound effects? Yeah. Uh, you, you think the hard drive might have been completely corrupted? I think they have to send it out to see if they can recover. Dear anything. God, that's oh, no. not good. There's a lot of yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. that that is that that can't be replicated that we have used over the years. Mm. That's in. The, oh my God! How that, much of that you, can be replaced with? <laughs> when did you find out about this? Uh, Monday. I, and you've been holding on to this news. He's oh trying to God. protect you. I understand. I, yeah, I understand. I, I did. But like, Actually, well, then, I want to kiss what? you. And th- there's <laughs> another one down the hallway that was yeah. uh, wiped of stuff. Is too. that the stuff you use for your show? Uh, your, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. my God. Yeah, what so, about the porn? Was that saved? <laughs> Thank God the porn yeah. has been saved. Yeah, just turn this page yeah. on. All and the then... cuck stuff. No, ever heard of jerk me? <laughs> All right, that's been We got saved. that one. Yeah. Wow. Okay, well, that's... Uh, mm-hmm. Sorry to hear that. Um, how old are you today, by the way, Nick? 48. Wow. Yeah, 
uh, two weeks younger than Casey, and uh, I am very excited because my birthday this year happens to fall on uh, the weekend that Dave Matthews Band is in town. So yeah, I'm going to both shows. Like, and, oh, that's uh, so cool! You, yeah. And you're having like a college reunion. Yeah, right? yeah, a bunch of friends coming in from out of town, and uh, and you know Dave is playing for my birthday, which is <laughs> he didn't have to do that, but yeah. he decided to. But yeah, um, uh, thank you guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So other than that, we got stuff to give away. We have things to talk about. Um, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll get into the entertainment report and the stupid question. You know the routine. Hang out with us. Why don't you? We'll be right back. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On, On the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swooping and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to give away as a stupid question of $50 Rita's uh, Italian Ice gift card, and it's Nick's birthday, and he gets to oh. supply these stupid questions. It's really a hard one, and I did not know the answer to this. Yeah, so this is, a, 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 I think, Steve, one that we could have used in Preston Trivia Rock Game. Okay. Um, but uh, this is something I learned a week or two ago. Uh, Eddie Van Halen, his uh, Van Halen 2 guitar with which other legendary rocker? This The other rocker is in a coffin. With this guitar. With this guitar. Yeah. Wow. Eddie, Eddie's guitar from Van Halen 2. I've so, never even heard this story. Yeah, so, me neither. So who had who had died and was buried with Eddie Van Halen's uh, Van Halen 2 guitar? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Today is the 20th day of July, Nick's birthday, but also Giselle Bunch. Yes, uh, Nick could have been Mrs. Brady, maybe, <laughs> if he prefers Brady. people that are born on this day. But uh, Mr. Bunchen, she she is celebrating her forty third. So, what do you think? You think she's um, does she do it for you as a model? Yeah, I think she's yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, she's. I mean, like, I, I don't get o- overly enamored by yeah. um, uh, you know uh, fashion models anymore. <clears throat> right, right, right. But yeah, she's a, she's a gorgeous woman for sure. She was in that movie with. Um, Taxi, wasn't that it? With uh, Jimmy Fallon Fallon and uh, Queen Latifah. Uh, We also have Josh Holloway. Remember him from Lost? Sawyer, great character. He was really good. Um, uh, Seemed like a cool guy. He's uh, 54. I think we did speak to him once a long time ago, and he was a a cool interview. Yeah, I feel... No, no, we talked to him because he he had an arc on uh, Yellowstone. Yes. And he was was on to promote that. So, I mean, we had him on recently. All right, also a former flyer, Peter Forsberg. Oh, wow. Has his birthday today. Sweet. Swedish uh, all-star, NHL all-star, uh, 
star. Uh, he is uh, turning 50 today, so a big birthday for him. Uh, Terry Irwin, widow of Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, has not remarried. I've never seen a story of her dating anybody. No kidding. Yeah, I think she, that's uh, it. Steve was the love of her life. So she is uh, 59 today. They were to a very beautiful young lady. Is it Bindi? Is that her name? Bindi. Bindi yeah. and, and their son, who is basically Preston Steve Irwin again. No uh, kidding. I mean, he is a, a, a copy. Uh, one of the all-time greats, Carlos Santana. <laughs> Celebrates his birthday today. Kadoish, kadoish, kadoish. Yes, we have a clip of him somewhere saying that very thing. Uh, he is 76 years old today. I love his stuff. Nothing but taste. I mean, I think that's a, and there's some Van Halen. Uh, Santana's crying. Uh, but he is he is what you call a tasty guitarist. Yeah. And uh, just a music fan and a, and a cool individual. Man. I'll put Z-Bop in oh, man. my top 20 albums. What a great I album. love that album. Yeah. He's 76 years old today. Another great guitarist, Stone Goddard uh-huh. of Pearl Jam, shares a birthday with Nick. Yeah, it's pretty How awesome. How about that? If I can be honest, I'm more excited about Nick's birthday. <laughs> than Stone's? Absolutely. Wow. wow. Uh, Stone Gossard turns uh, 57 years old today. That's not the guys in the band playing the Who's Touching You game. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing Guess Who's Touching yeah, yeah, You? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's an honor. The happy 57. Sounds a great guy, man. He's been by the station a few times. He's, a, he's an MMR fan and supporter, and uh, he's got a side project in a band called Brad, Brad, and I right. like those guys a lot as well. Oh. Uh, Stone's just a super nice guy. And if you look Check at the... Check out the big brain <laughs> on Brad. If you look at the liner notes on, on the record, 10 and verses, uh, it's Vetter Gossard, Vetter Gossard, Vetter Gossard. Like, he wrote all of those early songs. It is so interesting that you played that uh-huh. clip. Play that again. Uh-huh. Check out the big brain on Brad. It is Frank Wally's birthday uh-huh. today. Uh-huh. The big brain on Brad. Who played Brad in uh, Pulp Fiction. Is yeah. it Brad or Brett? I don't Brad. know. Is it Brad? It sounds like Brad to me. Uh, yeah. Or maybe it's Brad. I, you know what? Check you could out look- the big brain on Brad. Uh, it might be Becca's looking. It's Brett. He's looking up the ends like Brad. The IMDb. Yeah. Check out the big brain on Brad. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe uh, um, Samuel L. Jackson kind of flubbed that and said Brad. And, it's possible. And uh, for whatever reason, Tarantino left it in. Uh, right, but, Yolanda. But <laughs> he got that one right. Yeah. Frank Wally's great, man. He's in so many good things. I mean, uh, the movie The Freshman. Uh, he was in The Doors, which actually I was watching yesterday. It was on. Um, School of Rock, uh, Field of Dreams. He's one of those guys that's just kind of utility player. They can put him in almost anywhere. What's that, the, the movie he did with Jennifer Connelly where they're locked in the... Uh, oh. Uh, yes. Um, oh, damn it. It's a garbage movie, but it's a lot of fun. She's... Is it Vacancy? Stunningly beautiful in that. No, it's called... It's it's a two uh, word title. Yes, pulp um, fiction. No, not <laughs> what, pulp fiction. What are they locked in? I need. They're locked in Target. a department store. They're locked in Target. Yeah, yeah. it was oh. way before Target ever came here. I okay. told you guys I grew up with Target. But right, that's right. The store there, and he worked. Or no, he didn't work there. He was like a. He was trying to rob the place or something. No, he wasn't. He did work there. There were Jennifer, two guys. Jennifer, yes, and one of them was. Dermot Mulrooney, I think. Yes. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, career opportunities. That's career. it. And there, there's a scene that became iconic at that point where she's wearing kind of a wife beater and she's riding one of those coin horses that, you know, undulate and they're just watching her. In the beginning of the movie, she's like a rich girl's daughter. A nightmare for the father. She comes in oh, yeah. to these, like, his fellow co-workers and starts, like, seducing them and you're like, oh my God. So Casey comes in uh, and, and she's the daughter and hates the dad and yep. hates being 
brought out as sort of a trophy daughter. Uh-huh. And so there are two guys, and she walks over, and she seductively kisses the one guy. You know, this is a business partner, and then moves over to the next guy and just shakes his hand. Uh-huh. Yeah, she is incredibly sexy in that movie. Uh, so Frank Wally, who stars in that with her, is 60 years old today. Donna Dixon, uh, wife of Dan Aykroyd. You remember her? She was in the show Bosom Buddies. Ex now, right? Um, are they exes? I think they split. Oh. Yeah, that's the last I remember. Uh, she had a bit part in Wayne's World as the dream girl. She is 66 today. Uh, it's Sandra O's birthday today from... Oh! Yep. Grey's Anatomy, Sideways. She's great in Sideways. Uh, Arliss, uh, she is 52 today. Uh, Kim Carnes, oh. the singer, Betty Davis Eyes. And she turns uh, 78 years old today. That's a guilty pleasure. That raspy voice yeah. of hers, signature, yeah. Uh, Omar Epps, who we know from House and ER, and a birthday for and him juice. today. And Juice? Yeah, and Higher Juice. Learning. Juice was, uh, it was uh, like uh, a... Minimade? No, no, it was like Tupac Shakur. Oh, okay. that's right. One of those movies, yeah. Uh, so a big birthday for him today. He is 50 years old. Uh, another kind of utility player who's great in whatever she's in is Judy Greer. Oh, I love Judy Greer. Yeah, she's in uh, 13 Going on 30. She's in Ant-Man. Yeah, she, yeah, she is. is. She she's plays, a wife. She plays the ex-wife, yeah. Yeah, yeah Steve, if you... <laughs> but she ended up being in... Two or three of the movies uh, because of the the wife. And I wouldn't doubt it if somehow or another she ends up in a superhero suit. You never know. It's quite possible. Everyone's getting... Wait, I, she also did commercials for, um, is it Verizon or? I think so. Yeah. I yeah, have a Judy Greer question. Is she, is she normal hot or is she a weird girl hot? She's cute hot. All right. I think. I, she's, a, she's self-possessed and that's a sexy quality. There's something really sexy yeah. about her. But Steve, she was on that show Reboot uh, where you see her topless and she's oh. very sexy on that show. Oh, no. Okay. There, you go. Yeah. there you go. She's um, funny. She's actually a funny yes, comedian. Yeah, she's hilarious. Uh, she was in The Village, uh, M. Night Shyamalan film. She is 48 today. And last birthday, Julianne Hoff, Hoff, Dancing with the Stars, Rock of Ages, Burlesque, and Grease. Yes. Played Sandy in Grease in the live that, Grease. I, that's still Sandy. on my DVR. I kept that sucker. Really? Uh, yeah. She's really adorable. Like her. She's been by here before. Really cool. I got to, to dip her in, in a move <laughs> in a picture. I have that saved somewhere, but she's awesome. She is uh, 35 today. All right. We will go to the phone, see if we can answer this question. All right. What guitarist was buried with Eddie Van Halen's Van Halen 2, the album, the, 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 the guitar that's on the cover of that album, uh, was buried, uh, with that. 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Todd, see if we can get the answer. Hey, Todd, good morning. Hey, guys, what's up? I yep. would be Dimebag Daryl. Dimebag yeah. Daryl. Wow. Yeah. I totally, I never knew that. Never knew it. Nick asked me that question the other day. I had no idea. I am assuming. He and Eddie were very, very close, and that's how that happened, Nick. Yeah, and then Eddie, Steve, like this, he put it in Daryl's um, uh, kiss coffin. Uh-huh. He was buried in a kiss coffin. That's with perfect. Yeah, with Eddie's guitar. Yeah. 
All right, so Todd, hang on. We're going to give you a $50 Rita's Italian Ice gift card. And Rita's new peach ring ice is peach perfect. You can put a peach ring on it with gummy peach rings right on top. This new flavor is here for a limited time, so stop by Rita's today. We'll begin with the SAG after stuff. President Fran Drescher is speaking out against Disney CEO Bob Iger. The nanny actress spoke with Senator Bernie Sanders over live stream on Tuesday night about the studio executive who called uh, actors' demands, quote, not realistic hours before the sag after strike was announced last week she said he stuck his foot in it so bad that you notice none of the other ceos are opening up their mouths there he is sitting in his designer clothes and just got on his private jet at the billionaire camp telling us we're unrealistic when he's making seventy eight thousand dollars a day she said how do you deal with someone like that who's so tone deaf are you an ignoramus I don't understand. Uh, we need someone with character and courage to go into those boardrooms and say, listen, we're doing this all wrong. We are. Uh, why are we doing this anyway? We're in the business with these people, and they are who we are building our business off of. So, you know what? I, in all this, uh, the maelstrom of stuff that ha- occurred at the beginning of this, one executive, and I don't know if it was Iger, apparently said the plan was to force a people on the lower end of the pay scale to lose their apartments. In other words, to wait out the strike and put them into complete financial duress Whoa. so they'd have to agree. He made this statement. And I don't I don't know, I don't want to say it was Iger if it wasn't, but it was one of these high-powered Hollywood players who basically said the method would be to drive them into the ground financially. Wow. So that they would have to renege and go along with whatever deal they got. That's hard. I mean, that's brutal. Yeah. Uh, Ellen Pompeo, by the way, isn't letting Netflix get away with not paying actors residuals. Uh, the Grey's Anatomy star took aim at the streaming platform when a Meredith Grey meme was shared on the company's TikTok on Tuesday. The meme features an image of Pompeo's character crossing her arms and looking displeased. And the caption reads, me when there's a bomb in the chest cavity. And it refers to an episode of season two uh-huh. in which she sticks her hand into a patient's chest to prevent a bomb from going off. That seems real. Pompeo brought the SAG after strike to the comment section when she wrote also me when Netflix doesn't pay actors residuals. Uh, The actress said that um, uh, she also wrote holla let's talk. Hmm. So she took a quote from you Nick and said holla holla, let's talk. I uh, actually had a a phone conversation with Rob McElhinney yesterday because he's in town next week for the uh, Ah. Wrexham Union thing and they have stopped the Sunny podcast. They have stopped Mythic Quest. They have stopped Sunny and they are right on the cusp of doing the next uh, season of the Wrexham um, documentary. Yeah. That is also on pause. So Rob, who is always busy, he's like, I'm on a weird holding pattern. Like, right, I, I don't right. quite know what to do next other than, you know, the, the Rexham matches. Do we know how that affects the date in Philadelphia for the Sunny Podcast? That's a great question. No, oh. I, I don't think that we do. All right, well, we'll talk to him next week. Yeah. We'll have to ask him what the story is with that. According to page six, Joe Manganiello. I have never been able to say that name correctly. <laughs> uh, filed for divorce from Sofia Vergara on Wednesday, just days after the former couple announced that they were going to their separate ways. Would you want to kiss me? Uh, court documents uh, state that the pair had a prenuptial. You want to kiss me? agreement in place and that uh, each party will keep the assets that they amassed during their time together. So So he's got money, but she's got money. She was actually fairly wealthy early on in her career. Yeah, she did. She was a famous model. Yeah, she was a model, and she had a modeling agency. Yeah, so she's done very, very well for herself. 
on a recent episode of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Favorite show. I know it. Yeah. Uh, Jessica White told her co-star, Safri Samuels, that she was not allowed to date other people while she was in a relationship with Nick Cannon, but he was. <laughs> She said, I was in an eight-year relationship, so I'm kind of getting out of that. Like polyamorous, I wasn't allowed to have other partners, but he was. Mm. And this comes after the it model. It doesn't seem fair. Um, no, but it, if you can get that set up, you know. <laughs> yeah, talk to my lawyer. Yeah. Uh, this comes after the model accused the Wild Out star of emotional abuse in June. All I'm so. saying is I get to bang anyone I want, and you can't. Yeah. What, What's so hard about that? Can we talk yeah. about this? I came halfway. All right, so John and Kate plus eight. We haven't talked about that in a little while. Um, So one of the kids, Colin Gosselin, appeared on a recent uh, episode of Vice TV's The Dark Side of the 2000s. I want to see this. Uh, You know what? I've seen it on the guide, and I haven't gone over there to watch it yet. So they did The Dark Side of Stand-Up Comedy, which was terrific, but they're going to take all of the scandals, all of the stuff that John and K plus eight and go through all of it. So he's on this and he claimed that his mother sent him to Fairmount Behavioral Health Institute in Philadelphia when he was 12 years old because he was speaking out about her abusive behavior at the time. Mm. So he said, and this is what he says in, as they're filming it. He says, I was starting to tell my teachers that, you know, my mother was, and then he pauses and says, can I use the word abusive or are they not allowed to use that on air? Uh, and someone behind the scenes says, are you trying to say your mother was abusive to you? And he said, well, yeah, that's kind of the reason why she sent me away. I was starting to tell people what was going on at home. And, you know, she caught wind of that and had to put me somewhere where I wouldn't be able to get the secrets Man. out. Wow. So I don't know if that means physical abuse or emotional right. abuse or what that's all about. I remember when the show was, and you watched it a lot, Case, didn't you? Yeah. In the, oh, and I can't stand her. Right. And, and, and she, yeah. was, she was very abusive to him, to John. Yeah. There, there, imp- there, there are tons of clips of where they're just sitting there on the couch. He's complaining about him breathing. Did you just see that? Because yeah. that just ended up on my, my Instagram yeah. feed earlier this week where. I forgot about that. He, they're, they're doing a testimonial, yeah. like, and, and they're just sitting there. He's just sitting there, and she's like, she just whips her head, and he's like, Will you shut up? You know, and he's yeah. like, and She's like, You're breathing. I was like, Wow, Sometimes I can't stand. People breathe heavy, and it's annoying. <laughs> oh. okay. I'm not gonna. You're just doing that for funny. Uh, but she is a total. Say it. Say it. I C can't. word. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Marissa? I, I saw one of the sisters speak out and said that um, she he, she would, like, lock this brother in a separate room. You and he, like, that. he wouldn't be able to eat dinner with Aww. the kids. He would eat dinner separately and, like, not have playtime with them. Isn't he with John Gosling at this point? Isn't that the case? Didn't they split up some of the kids? I don't know, but I yeah. do remember that some of them left to well, live with him, yeah. It, he's older now. I mean, this was when he was 12. Yeah. So, so that was uh, in the 2000s. So Who gets the kids after they turn 30? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, that just sounds like kind of standard punishment to me, though, Marissa. I mean, I don't know, if, unless it was all the time. I think it was all the time. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't just like, today you were separated. You were bad. Yeah. Right. All right. Um, well, we'll see if there's more that comes out. So that's on the uh, dark side of the 2000s. That's on Vice TV. Salma Hayek. Casey, you love her. I love her, too. She's great. Uh, she told Kelly Ripa on the Let's Talk Off Camera podcast recently that she practices a strange form of meditation. Does, does, does it involve a jugs, Preston? I, I, well, it involves parts of her body. 
Uh, so during which energy is dancing through her body and that this prevents her from seeking out Botox injections. Uh, interesting. And she said, I do a lot of the frequency machines. And the frequency machines. And they work on me better than anyone. Now, I looked up frequency machines and I didn't find what I think she was talking about. I know that there are audio frequency creators. So I have a machine called the, the Beamer, which is a, 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 a like a mat athletes use it. Yeah. Uh, and that uses sort of an ultrasound type of frequency to increase circulation in your body. Okay. Uh, is that what they're talking about? Do you I know? couldn't figure it out. Yeah. I'm not really sure. She said, so I use these frequency machines um, they, and they work on me better than, uh, than on anyone. And I just, and just the meditation. Sometimes when I'm doing it, people tell me I come out of the room and, oh my God, you look 20 years old, she said. And then she said, when I don't meditate for some time, guess what? Not only does the face start to drop and everything starts to drop, but also my herniated disc, the problem in my neck, the problem in my hip, my ankles comes back, and I start breaking mm. down. Uh, so, uh, well, there's something up on the screen here that, that Connor called up. Does this? Uh, I've never seen anything like this. It's like some like a staff that vibrates as you hold it. Almost looks like a shake weight. Yeah. Uh, you know? Well, it doesn't seem like you would use that in meditation. Oh. Um, so, I think that this is a sound generating. I, I pulled up a, a couple of videos to see what it was, and it was like kind of this. Yeah, like that. Yeah, whatever it is, man, it's it's working. My uh, God, yeah. Nick pulled up a picture of her on Instagram, and she does not mind posting pictures no. of her body, which, why wouldn't she? Because she looks amazing. Have you seen the episode of the Black Mirror this yeah. season? No, it's on she my list again. Yeah. 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 She's great in it, She's too. fantastic. And yeah. funny. Her and body features, probably. Uh, okay. No. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Just her. Yeah. Uh, but if you want if you want body mm-hmm. shots, go to, go to her Instagram account, because she looks phenomenal. Steve, on the show yesterday, Today we were talking about uh, women who overly produce uh, milk, and uh, you had mentioned wet nurse. And I yeah. remember, I, I'm pretty sure it was her, where she was in like a village in like South America or Central America where there was a baby that needed to be fed, and like, and she it wasn't, in? it was not her baby, and she just whipped it out and I got fed this. The baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, I've, I've not seen or heard that case, but I don't doubt it. I'm sorry. We're watching a video of her dancing around in a swimming pool in a bikini right now. I'm party. All right. Um, Travis Barker recently teased a potential name for his and Courtney's baby boy. Uh, the couple announced in June that uh, the 44-year-old Keeping Up with the Kardashian star is currently pregnant with their first child together. And during this sit-down with his teen daughter, Alabama, the 47-year-old Blink-182 rocker was asked to share what he thinks it's the greatest baby name. I have two impressions I can go with here, Case. I know. Yeah. And he said, I like Rocky 13. Uh, he told that to Alabama, who instantly disapproved. You mean the, the prize fighter? He said, uh, she said that's so bad. And then he said, he said that the name just keeps going through my head. So he loves it. Uh, and Attention ship, identify yourself. <laughs> this is the Janet Sphere. Oh, my God. Uh, Alabama. Close your gun ports or we will fire. <laughs> Dude, your gun ports. That is a movie I would watch. Yes. Yeah. Stallone and Caitlyn Jenner as warring captains in space. Oh, that's that's fantastic. You can't do that. That's fantastic. Uh, I don't know if anyone's ever told you this, but you look like Bruce Jenner. 
Uh, Alabama looked into the camera and assured to viewers that her father knows it's bad. And Travis admitted that the name is bad, but he went on to share what it, uh, why it appeals to him. Yeah, what does it mean? Uh, so he said, Rocky George. Oh. Played guitar for Suicidal Tendencies, and 13 is just the greatest number of all time. <laughs> so she's just Alabama without a number, right? Yeah, and Alabama said, so you're going to name your kid Rocky 13, and he said, possibly. Yeah, no, uh, Courtney's not going to sign off on that. No. We- weeks prior, Travis got fans excited uh, after he stated that uh, he already knows his and Courtney's son's name. Uh, she may not be opposed to naming their son Rocky 13 as she gave three children she shares with her ex-boyfriend Scott Disick unusual names. Um, so they named their youngest son, by the way, Rain Aston Disick. And Rain is spelled R-E-I-G-N. Okay. Uh, Mason and Penelope have unique middle names. Mason's middle name is Dash and Penelope's middle name is Scotland. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as for Barker, he and his ex-wife Shannon Mokler named their daughter Alabama after the lead character Alabama Whitman uh, from True Romance, which I didn't know that. There are uh, a lot of, like, just either nouns or places in these families. Yeah, sure are, yeah. yeah. Sure. And by the way, uh, Rocky Thirteen sounds like a never-produced sequel. That's right? what I was yeah, thinking. That's what I was thinking. Because, yeah. <laughs> wait, uh, is it Back to the Future 2? Uh, yes. Because <laughs> he says Rocky 5. <laughs> Thousand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, their 19-year-old son has the more traditional name of Landon, and he also has a stepdaughter, uh, Atiana. I know you people in North Korea don't like me, but I don't like you much, but neither. So he's, he's fighting in countries that are... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Russia, 5, communist China, North yeah. Korea. Uh, his stepdaughter, by the way, is the his birth father is boxer Oscar De La Hoya. Uh, so there's so his daughter is Oscar De La Hoya. No, his <laughs> daughter's father, his oh. stepdaughter's father. Wait, what? And who's the mother there? Uh, Shannon Moclar. Shannon Moclar. Okay, yeah. I think I'm, so. I'm so confused. I assume so. So where does the captain of the Titanic fit into this? <laughs> All right. So we'll see if Rocky 13 sticks. Yeah, let's we'll see about that. So people keep asking whether Keanu Reeves' band Dog Stars back, and they really haven't had an answer until now. I'm thinking I'm back. They're back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. That's a John Wick. Uh, that's a line from John Wick. <laughs> One day after playing at the L.A. venue, The Roxy, the band announced yesterday on that they will embark on an international tour this year and release their first album in over two decades. They wrote, we are back. We are back. Uh, and we are so excited to... To announce our new album, Somewhere Between the Power Lines and Palm Trees, which is out on October 6th on their label, Dylan Street Records. And then they kick off a 20 plus, 25 plus date headline tour. They will be playing Philadelphia at the Underground Arts on December 14th. Oh, mother of yeah. We can get a can of days. I know. All right. So, that is, what day of the week is that? that Don't is, know. It's is probably it, a it's weekend. A, it's a Thursday. Oh! Where are they at the night before? Oh, and they're off the day before. <laughs> For that, okay. Uh, looking at the dates, right? It looks like the twelfth. They're going to be in Boston. They're off on the thirteenth. Here on the fourteenth. You know, Keanu lived here for a hot minute. I know. He was yeah. um, he was a resident at the Hedgerow Theater. Remember, remember Todd Brad, our old intern, was yeah. a resident there. So yeah. he lived in like Wallingford and was an actor at the Hedgerow. So I mean, he come on. He has a you know, he has a connection. He yeah. owes it to us. See if there's anybody at uh, at Hedgerow who we've given some love to over the years that might uh, you know nudge him to uh, to call in or, or stop by. Yeah, I don't want a phone call. I want him to come by. And what's yeah. the venue? 
You said Preston? Underground Arch. Oh, cool. All yeah. right. Yeah, I saw them at uh, in Dewey Beach in 97, 98. So I told you guys Did you have the story. shaved head and the eyebrows for Matrix? No, no, no. Remember I told you guys the story where if I got the girl close to the stage, oh, she would uh, repay yeah. me with sexual favors? Yeah. If that happened? <laughs> so go. that I want to tell him that story. So thanks for the blow. <laughs> I for, I, okay, you didn't need to hear that. <laughs> you got a blow pop. Yeah. I got a blow pop, yeah. <laughs> So he, the the band said, it feels like a fun summer song to us. Uh, it has an, <laughs> uh, meaning the new song, Everything Turns Around, by the way. They announced that uh, they're um, uh, releasing that single. Uh, they said it has an uplifting message and positive vibe that hopefully makes your day a little bit brighter. And it's one of our favorite songs to play live and can't wait to share it. Thank on- you, Steve. You make each day a little bit brighter. <laughs> Upcoming yeah. tour. Uh, the trio, completed by vocalist, lead guitarist, Brett Domrose, and drummer, fellow actor Robert Mailhouse, uh, formed in the early 1990s with Reeves as its bass player, largely riding on Reeves' movie stardom. The band put out two albums, toured and performed on Live with Regis and Kathy Lee and Jay Leno's The Tonight Show before giving what was called a last performance in 2002 in Japan. That's cool. He has, re- in, uh, what I like about, there's so much to like about Keanu Reeves, but like the Bill and Ted's thing, he loves that. He yeah. went back and did that. He had fun with Dog Star. He's going back to do that. So, new yeah. kaboom, man. New kaboom. Yeah. You're crying out loud. Oh, dude, when the, the video with him and that kid. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. You're my favorite star. And he's it's, it's just, oh. he's terrific. Yep. Uh, so, Netflix enjoyed its biggest springtime spurt in subscribers. Spurt. Since the early days of the pandemic three years ago, proving. Oh, yeah. Uh, the latest sign that a recent crackdown on password sharing and the rollout of a cheaper subscription option are paying off for them. I bet you it's more the password than the cheaper subscription option. Yeah, that people yeah, they, are they're forced. having to own up. Uh, the video streaming service added 5.9 million subscribers <laughs> during the April <laughs> to June. They period. were there. They just weren't accounted for. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, I know the people that have uh, Netflix and Hulu and that's they have me. A, they, well, no, no. I mean, but they have it in, in multiple. They have two houses. Okay. So they have a house here, and then they have a house down the shore. They were not able to use it down the shore, and we got into a nice debate about that. No, I think if you so if if you, you own it, you can own it anywhere. You should be able yeah. to port it to another house if you if you paid for it. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, and so they were not able. If to. If mansion pay. people can do it, why can't we? Why can't we? Well, and, the, and they, they if you just use that the two step identification thing with the phone. You can find out that the person yeah. is legitimately where they need to be. That's it. And, you know, the so, only thing I'm watching on Netflix part. now is is Black Mirror. I don't think I'm going there for much of anything else lately. Anyway, do you know what? Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. No, no, I, no. I bounce around from streamer yeah. to streamer because <laughs> here's where this show I right. like is now, and I will be here yeah. for a bit. You so you're on Max. No, not, are you? Where are you watching from? From, from MGM Plus. Okay, MGM Plus. So when you are going to just putter around, <laughs> I know it's a lot of people have never yeah. even heard of it. Yeah, uh, yeah which used to be. Epics, which no one yeah. heard of before. Yeah. So, so, um, w- which streaming service will you go to, go around just to putter around and see why if something might be there that you like? Um, Netflix is an easy one to do. That's because me. Yeah. It's simple to navigate. Yes, and it's, uh, that's why I like going there. And uh, Apple TV, Apple TV as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I go Max now. I think Max is a lot. It just it's, it's movies it's and stuff. Good too, so, right? Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, I'm also speaking of Netflix. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter uh, says that they will no longer be offering their nine dollar ninety nine cent ad free basic subscription plan to new subscribers. Uh, the sign up page reads: the basic plan is no longer available uh, for newer rejoining members. If you are currently on the basic plan. You can remain on this plan until you change plans or cancel your account. Those seeking new subscription will have to choose between the six ninety nine option, which includes ads, or one of the ad free standard and premium plans, which is 
over it's yeah. basically 16 bucks or 20 bucks respectively. Hey Steve uh, on Netflix have you watched uh, Bird Box Barcelona at all? Oh is it, is it out now? It's, I think it's out. I saw a teaser for it. Oh, I'm not sure what, what it was? date it's I have released. Not. I'll tell you what I did watch was the film that was very much like Bird Box. Uh, it's with uh, God, I'm having a, a brain fart. We love him. He was the uh, in uh, The Devil Wears Prada. Um, the bald uh, uh, oh, Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. Did you see that one? No. So it's very similar to Bird Box. If you make a uh, make a sound, you um, I forget the name of it, but uh, that was okay. I want to see uh, Bird Box Barcelona. Though. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm on board I, for this for sure. I just rewatched Bird Box. It's it's, it's solid. It's a really good yeah. movie. I agree. All right, and then uh, what time we got? All right, all right. Uh, one more quick story. James Cameron uh, spoke with CTV News on Tuesday about his concerns regarding artificial intelligence and the uh, Titanic director alluded to uh, his movie Terminator when he said I warned you guys in 1984 and you didn't listen he said I think the weaponization of AI is the biggest danger that's really what initially caused a lot of the countries and and a lot of these scientists to become very concerned was that his application towards the military and he said I think that we will get into the equivalent of a nuclear arms race with AI AI, and if we don't build it, the other guys are for sure going to build it. This is like right out of Oppenheimer. Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and then it'll escalate. He said, you can imagine an AI in a combat theater, the whole thing just being fought by the computers at a speed that humans can no longer intercede, and then you have no ability to de-escalate. You know, it's funny, years ago when we were doing the live broadcast press or the, the broadcast from the... Uh, 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 aircraft carrier John C. Stannis for the mm-hmm. Pearl Harbor movie release, yeah. the big uh, uh, release of that. We were talking to some of the people and some of the fighter pilots and the captain, and uh, they basically said it, at that point, that was years ago, the, the pilot, for the most part, a lot of times, is just there to get a human ver- visual verification yeah. on something that they're going to shoot at or take out of the sky. Mm. And that, once you extract that, a human element, it can become very problematic. Yep, most definitely. All right, we are ready for the clips. So Apple TV sci-fi series Foundation returned last weekend with the premiere of its second season. And here, Leah Harvey uh, talks about uh, her character's reunion with her mother. It's great because, you know, we didn't work together so much in the first season. So we do get to explore that relationship in all its facets and also as actors, you know. So it's been really lovely to just explore that even more. It's been great. Oh, shut up, <laughs> Foundation Season 2 is available on Apple TV Plus now. Here's our next clip. Don't look now, but Bird Box, Bird Box Barcelona, <laughs> the sequel to 2018 Surprise Smash Hit, has arrived. Okay, here you go, Casey. It has arrived. Uh, in uh, this clip, writer and director Alex Pastor recalls what it was like to bring the action of Bird Box to his hometown. No, it's actually quite a lot of fun, to be honest, to, to, to turn the city upside down. And I also try to build a trip that makes sense, that if you're from here, you can understand uh, the path that they're taking. And I think that the people that are from here and know the city well will get a kick out of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I'm curious about, and they probably won't, is that they will show this thing that's creating all this havoc. I mean, in the in the movie in Bird Box, you, you never, don't ever see it. You never see it. Um, and maybe they won't. And it's probably best if they don't. Uh, it's keeping that mystery and letting you create what that is is, is kind of a cool thing. What but, if it looks like uh, E.T. but with a goatee? Oh. Yeah, like uh, a little more sinister. sinister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh. 
I'm maybe it's kill just, you. Maybe yeah. it's as simple as that. But I had heard that the that the original movie was a, was a um, uh, metaphor for social media. Ah, uh, that, that people are. Um, there are a couple of clues, like in the beginning of the movie, she's an artist, and it shows a painting that she's doing. All these people kind of look distressed, and if you, they actually, if you, if you go back and look at it, it looks like what they might actually be looking like at are screens, like looking at their phones. Oh. Interesting. And I just watched it again. I didn't notice that. Yeah, so it, uh, with that in mind, if you do watch again, think about that, that that's kind of what uh, a metaphor for the whole thing. Could the creature that we don't see be Invisible Tom from MySpace? Oh my God! Yeah, well, I didn't even that. he's so upset. Yeah. <laughs> well, he used to be he used everyone's to be everyone friend. Now he's not everyone's anymore. enemy. Not anymore. That's the tagline. <laughs> he used to be everyone's friend. Now he's everyone's enemy. That's a great idea. All right. Um, so we will uh, take a break. We'll come back in a moment. We have a little pizza party that's going to happen this morning. Preston and Steve show because uh, uh, Pizzeria Vetri is here. And we'll do some giveaways in conjunction with them. So stay put. We'll be back in a moment. Join Marcus and Heineken tomorrow from 6.30 to 8.30 at Leone's Pizza and Bar, 116 Wallace Avenue in Downingtown. Enjoy new crisp and refreshing Heineken Silver, 3.2 carbs and 95 calories. All the taste with no bitter endings. Enjoy Heineken responsibly. Uh, before we dive into any chit-chat here, I would like to remind you that we have the Presidency Belly Flop Championship taking place on August 3rd. The return of. Valley Chet Valley Forge Casino Resort. It is open to the public. You just have to be 21 and older. We invite you to come out and participate or just take in the spectacle. And here's the deal. We've got some entries. We need more entries. We do. I want to make sure that we have enough people to make the event a success. Uh, so we're a little bit low on the numbers, and we want to we want to put the urgency out there that you need to get signed up for this now. And also, just stress that I know when you hear belly flop, you think, "Well, I've got to be. I have to weigh, you know, two hundred and eighty pounds to do no. this." No, not at all. You do not have to be a large person to participate and even win the contest of share cash prizes right now. Five hundred. For first place, plus more prizes to be added on to that. I'll get you that information shortly. It can be you in a weird outfit. It can be you in a bathing suit. If your technique is a winner, you get judged in separate categories. It's not just one method of judging each contestant. Yeah. You've got a good shot at it. Style is what we're looking for. I like to see, like, you know how Jackie Mam Mam has the uh, uh, the 1920s uh, <laughs> yeah. bathing suit? Yeah. Something like that. Never would be seen awesome. that. That'd be awesome. So, uh, whatever style you want and if you know someone who does stupid stuff all the time <laughs> tell them to be a part of this contest because they might win and it's for men and women there you go there it is men and women alike and all you have to do is go to presidency.com and the information on how to enter is there a little info about you got to have a you know a theme whatever it may be it could be something that's in the news right now it could be something that's uh movie related tv show related whatever man. maybe you're just stunning in a bathing suit that too do whatever you want yeah we, we had a guy that did a, a farm thing one time remember he wrote up on a little toy tractor <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. hilarious it was 
Uh, so whatever you want to be, you know, one of the village people characters. I don't care, man. Yeah, this is not a biggest splash competition. Uh, this is a simply a belly flop. Can- cop- you know, so I, and I've judged in years past. I am not judging on splash at all. I am judging strictly on uh, floppitude. Okay. Yeah, floppitude. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's brought to you by Valley Forge Casino Resort. So let's get some contestants on board. If you know someone who should do this, tell them about it and send them in the direction of PrestonandSteve.com. Then we'll see you on the third. It's a Thursday. It's not. Not a late event at 6 to 8 p.m. Come on out, man. I know I'm going to be in drinking oh, yeah. mode that day. <laughs> uh, so let's have you out. This is uh, uh, along the lines of uh, Cardboard Classic. This event yes. is not an event without your support. Yep. Thank you. So I, I've been, uh, when we've done it in the past, I know some listeners have uh, decided just get a room. You know, you can stay yes. there. And yeah. if you're going to party and have a good time, why not as well, you know, stay at the Valley Forge Casino that night. Somebody has an interesting, and this is for off air sometimes, somebody has an interesting suggestion. We should do a cannonball contest instead of a belly flop contest. It could be one or the other. I don't know. Interesting. Something to talk about down the road. All right. uh, In the meantime, I do have uh, a lot of things to share with you, courtesy of the uh, world-renowned just saying Institute this morning. So oh, the Nick McElwain Pizza Party Institute. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to uh, Pizzeria Vetri, who's going to be supplying the uh, for the pizza party this morning. Uh, but I, I I saw this article that was uh, uh, recently was it was an interview that was done, and a former senior executive at Google, okay, has predicted that sex robots powered by artificial intelligence could eliminate the need for a human partner in the bedroom. Well. We're right now all around this. Did he? Did this individual give a suggestion as time frame? Because there is stuff out there right now. You you, you constantly see it in in, in these tech magazines mm-hmm. where they have things that look uncannily human. I, he did not give a time frame. All right, uh, his name he's is, keeping them all for himself, isn't he? That dog. His name is Mo. Okay, it's, it's Mo Gaudet. Okay, uh, who is, this the, is my associate Shemp, the chief business officer for Google's clandestine research and development arm called X. Yeah, he said that AI will usher in a, a redesign <laughs> of love and relationships. In that, people won't be able to tell the difference between real life sexual encounters and those that are created artificially. Uh, human beings will soon be able to simulate sex through virtual reality and augmented reality headsets such as Apple's Vision Pro or a Quest 3. The headsets combined with AI-powered bots will trick people into thinking that sex robot is real. Imagine spooning with a lover and then finding out that their butthole's a Keurig machine. <laughs> uh, just, he said, just think about all the illusions that we that we are now unable to decipher. Okay. It's true. So I, I have a question. Um, when it comes to fraternity cases, no. Um, so, so uh, for toys for men, yes. Um, are they able to replicate the sensation, the feel of of a having never tried any alternative? Yeah, I, I would not know. And then know. my my question on the other end is for female uh, things. Uh, right. Does that even matter? Right? Like, what, what is what is the most important thing? For the, the female sensation. Uh, so, women using a toy, mm-hmm. what is the most important thing? I uh, think it would depend on the woman. Yeah, there are a lot of people, there are women that get different um, sensations, nah, I know, I different know. stimuli. There are some that... A pneumatic drill will get it done. <laughs> but, but here, here's <laughs> a bit, some, are, some are external and some are internal and things like that. You right, know? right. Yeah. But like, uh, is like a temperature a thing. Things that, well, are, things that are mentioned when you see, and we've certainly done our sure bits about stuff like this. The, it, temperature, sure. Um, lubrication, yeah. If you, if you want yeah. it to to 
feel authentic, right. I would imagine things like temperature would make a difference. Yeah. You know? Unless you're into corporophilia. Yeah. That's yeah. true, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, so, anyhow, he said that um, if we can convince you that this sex robot is alive or that sec- the uh, sex experience in a virtual reality headset or an augmented reality headset is alive, it's real, then there you go. Why do you keep saying beep, beep? He said that technological advances will enable computer-backed systems to link into the human brain and make it think that it is interacting with a peer. He said, if we think a few years further and we think of Neuralink and other ways of connecting directly to your nervous system, and why would you need another being in the first place, he says. So they with this Neuralink stuff... Um and they're they're jumping all around it now. They have a way, basically, of wiring the internet. Yeah. Have you seen that, Preston? I've no. heard about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Where, basically, Nick, when you give us the answers in the morning uh, and uh, Bill chastises you for making it seem as if you know all this... You will now know all. This oh, all right. Because you'll be you'll be like lawnmower man. You'll be tied into the internet. Right. So right. I'll actually right. serve a purpose on the show. Um, <laughs> it's uh, that's a bit that's crossing some lines. Uh, I'm, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm frightened by a good portion of this, uh, you know, and I think that uh, there is cause to be. But as you, you pointed out, the Oppenheimer conundrum here for us to this escalates. So if they're doing it and we're yeah. and we're not doing it, what's you know what's going to happen? Steve, yeah. I think you and I think a lot alike on this type of stuff, oh, and, yeah. and sometimes have fears. But I here's sort of what um, allayed my fears a little bit the other day. I was I was sitting on the couch watching some type of sci-fi show. I don't remember what, and I, I was thinking, you know, if it all does come to an end. We're not going to get much warning. Like, it's just going to... That'll be great. You know, yeah. and, and so just, it's going to happen, I, and then it's going to be over with. And my last word should be, what was that? <laughs> well, yeah. What's so funny that? is when you watch those, like, apocalypse <laughs> movies or TV shows or whatever, and these people are fighting to stay in this crap world. Yeah, right. yeah. I'm like, no! no. I want to be first wave dead. You love this. <laughs> no, this world I yeah. love, but I don't want to live with zombies or, you no. know, right. you know, factions yeah. of, of cannibals. But think of the world you've predicted years ago <laughs> when we all operate on beer credits. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in the last of us, Casey, you want to be on one of those planes that goes down. You yes. know? And you're like, All right, that's, uh, no more zombies. I'm good. I'm rewatching that again, by the Are way. Are you? Oh, God. The Last, last of, of Us. Oh, yeah. So good. By the way, uh, Godet Scott at the raging debate over whether AI-powered bots could be considered sentient, saying it's irrelevant if the human brain is convinced that they are real. He said, once again, uh, there that huge debate of whether they are sentient or not. And he said, does it really matter if the Morgan Freeman talking to you on the screen is actually Morgan Freeman or an AI-generated avatar if you're convinced that it's Morgan Freeman? See, there there again. That's the slippery slope. So, the movie Blade Runner, based on the Philip K. Dick story, do androids dream of electric sheep at the end? In the movie version, Roy Batty, who is a replicant, is not human, is a replicant. He's he's talking and he's, what makes him different? He has the same, where's the delineation? You know, what you're made of? No. What if you're sentient and self-aware? Right. And that's the that's the issue here. Yep. Uh, so, but he's saying sex robots. Yeah. And and not being able to tell the difference are, are something that may, is is probably going to be an can eventuality. Roll roll and yeah. just make things that can give you a hand job. Let's yeah, begin yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, right. Let's begin there and then we'll, we'll move on. In the hand job division. Speaking of moving on. <laughs> right. I got another story here from the uh, Just Saying Institute. All right, and this doesn't involve necessarily sex, but it does involve dating. Okay. A University of Florida study has found the best way to get a second date. Researchers focused on heterosexual dating. And Can they, I guess? Yeah. Have a first date. Uh, probably, yeah. yes. Oh. At step one, have a first date. <laughs> 
Uh, they found key differences between men and women as far as uh, getting a date. Women tend to respond well to a man who listens, asks them questions, and is engaged in deep conversations. And they also respond well to, Kathy, politeness. Oh, oh shut up, woman. <laughs> on the other hand... Can actually just be a human? On the other hand, a man seems to enjoy when a woman gives him compliments, holds his hand, and flirts. I When we would have our mixers, mm-hmm. I would the advice I would give is, you know how you talk to your f- friends and you have a c- conversation? Try that with the, whatever woman you're going to approach here. Be genuinely interested. Have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Because they're humans. And, and, and um, there's this thing, this sort of presupposition about what the interaction is going to be like that I think kills a lot of guys in that process, you yeah, know? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, it, it's, it's, I guess it's kind of hard in that, in that uh, immediate, I just met you, are we going to be able to hook up type yeah. of thing? Am I going to have to buy a robot? Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, dating is, uh, it's such a weird little dance that you have to do. I've, uh, yeah, but once you get, you once you get that ability to start a conversation and move it along and, and ask questions, yeah. uh, I actually when when I'm out with people uh, socially, I like to ask them what's going on. I like to I like to find out. Yeah. You know I, that to me is is and the same thing ports over to dating. How were you conversationally? In your dating experiences, uh, I'm pretty decent. Right. Uh, I remember, you know, literally going on a dinner date yeah. or something like that with somebody I barely knew at all, and so you know, uh, my hard part was uh, was just getting to the asking them out. Would will, you write will, this essay for me? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, is getting over the nervousness and the fear of rejection sure. of asking someone. Right now, once I got the confirmation and yes, they agreed to go, I felt much more relaxed. Right, because okay, this person genuinely. That they they at least want to give it a shot, uh-huh. and so now now that uh, that nervousness has been lifted, and I can be a little bit more myself, and I can relax and 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 talk. But man, getting over that that first because oh, it's like um you know I I just would take it. It, rejection so badly it would just be a punch to the gut hey, you, and I was, you're only I was, human and i was afraid of it yeah. you know but but once you once i got a few drinks in me yeah. uh i would i would uh, get the courage and then uh and then it would either hurt or it would be great but steve you're right that questions things worked and i, I was it reminded me of the scene in 40 year old virgin when he's in the bookstore and he answers <laughs> every one of her questions <laughs> elizabeth <laughs> banks questions with another question right. and, yeah, and yeah, just, yeah. She, she <laughs> like it's intrigued by it yeah. who you like yeah right <laughs> and he's like Oh, my God, that works. (laughs) Just extend the conversation as best as you possibly can. Uh, The study says, however, men and women seem to focus on different priorities. It says that women tend to be more concerned with makeup and being funny while men try to be silly. (laughs) 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 Look, I put a dinner roll on my ass cheeks. Yeah. (laughs) You're so silly. All right. Uh, here's another I'm study. Tired of talking about swim spas from the Just Saying Institute. Just saying. Uh, this is not a study. This is more medical. Okay. Uh, plastic surgeon Dr. Scott Blyer of Long Island is offering what he's calling the full Barbie package <laughs> for a hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Oh, geez. All right. What's All right, what so comes is, with the package? Yeah, this ain't a little one. Kid. By the way, the advance on the movie is. Terrific. Oh, good. Like, terrific. 
Uh, patients can transform into their version of the dream doll with a combination of surgeries, teeth whitening, and a classic uh, Barbie hair dye job. There have been women, a couple of them, that, that gained a fair amount of notoriety replicating that Barbie, and they yeah. they don't look human. No, they look freakish. They look freakish. The ones that really try yeah, to, yeah. to slim oh, the yeah. waist to a r- really... <laughs> Kind of freakish looking thing. Does not look normal. No. Uh, The combination of procedures depends on the patient. He said for some, it may just be a breast lift or a Brazilian butt lift. For others, it's liposuction with a breast augmentation. I think the most difficult thing for anyone to adjust to would be having their vagina sealed up. Uh, And he said, and a couple of facial modifications. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Every Barbie girl gets uh, transportation to and from the procedure in a pink Corvette as well. (laughs) Well, this is a big uh, tie-in. Yeah. Dr. Blyler said, you walk out looking as close to Barbie as we could possibly do it. Uh, There's some assembly required, he said. Oh, my God. Listen to the sound of this guy changing you into a Barbie Wouldn't you? That's a doctor I would trust. Right? Let's have some fun with this. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right, something a little bit more serious and a little bit just more saying. a little more promising from the Just Saying Institute. Uh, an experimental vaccine could eradicate one of the world's biggest killers, and that is breast cancer. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, 15 women with breast cancer who received this particular jab have been in remission for up to five years. Wow. Uh, some of these women had to undergo rounds of chemo, radiotherapy, and mastectomies before receiving the experimental vaccine. Uh, the shot works by targeting a protein that is usually a precursor to cancer development. There have been some advances, or at least studies that have said there are advances in potential cancer vaccines. So, in this case, you're saying they would have had to have had a mastectomy and all of this stuff, so it would appear that they've already had the cancer. This would not be a vaccine against it, right? Yeah, that's, It would be a treatment for it. Yeah, that's that's kind of what it says here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it says some of, the, some of these women had to undergo rounds of chemo radiotherapy. Right, so they've already had it. Before receiving experimenting, as opposed to what you generally think of a vaccine is preventative you don't in the get first it. place. Yeah. Yeah. But I have seen some stories here and there and read that they're getting closer to certain cancers maybe creating a vaccine. I, How amazing would that be? It's a dichotomy every time something like this is mentioned because you're know. like, I'm so excited but you know, yeah. for it to really be anything valid, it's going to take a decade. Yeah. You know, for anything medical, you have to put it through its its, uh, its paces. Yep, exactly. And uh, there's been a few for uh, things like Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. There's, yes. yeah, there's been some advances in that. See, the recent one, this story came out. One of the guys who had this one of these big, was part of one of these big developments in Alzheimer's research. And unfortunately, there's a bunch of them. Yeah. But one of the ones of that initial list, he admitted data was fudged. Oh, you know, wow. like, you can't do that. Why? Well, because they get grants when they start to get traction and it right. becomes a monetary thing. Right. Uh, doc- I don't like it. I'm, uh, just, I'm just living my sex doll. Dr. Amit Kumar said we might be able to eliminate breast cancer as a disease, just like we have eliminated polio and smallpox. Mm. So, they're working on these things. Uh, are they doing anything with hickeys? Um, yeah. Yes. Uh, they are? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the, the silver spoon method? You guys heard of that yes. one, right? You hold it to the uh, the hickey yeah. and it will uh, make it go away. Does that work? No. Does it have to be silver? 
Oh. What are you like? Spoon. Or is it a cold spoon Frozen, or something yeah. like Frozen that? Spoon. Also, one, yeah, there, because ice was involved, and then he could like scrape it out with a fork. Which also, also, peanut butter works. <laughs> oh, shut <laughs> up! We told my friend. Somebody Stu. convinced you? Are you convinced? Somebody no, we told that? Stu. Yeah, in the middle of the summer, he had hickeys all over his neck, and we're like, yeah, no, peanut butter gets rid of it every time. <laughs> he walked all over campus. <laughs> I was just molested by a dog. I just made out with a dog. Oh, that's fantastic! All right, hang on here. This is uh, from Cosmo. It all says, right. Uh, "All right, before you do anything, grab a." clean spoon, throw it in your freezer for 8 to 10 minutes. Then while your hickey is ideally relatively fresh, firmly press the cold spoon on the top of the affected area. It might feel kind of uncomfy, but even derms agree that you should trust the process. I, I mean, a, a hickey's a bruise. It's a, it's a hematoma, yeah. right? Well, there's a certain yeah. point in time in your life where it's also, Kathy, like... a badge of honor, right? Yeah, like oh, a hickey yeah. from Kinnicky. It's like, like a, a Hallmark, Hallmark card. card yeah. would, 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 send the very best. Would you, did you ever have a hickey situation? Yeah, I had one, um, and I... You slut. Yeah, well, yeah, because I was not like I that I told mom I was all. playing Parcheesi. And I, so, yeah, I tried to get rid of it. Did it work? It just, no, none of it works. That's what I'm saying. None of it works. Girls no cold my, spoon is going to work. Kat, these girls in my high school, they would come in, and, I mean, it looked like they were attacked by Dracula over the weekend. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like... How would your your parents, right. you know, yeah. like, turtlenecks yeah. in the summer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What age case? Uh, this is probably, I mean, from freshman through senior year, but probably more like younger, like freshman yeah. sophomore yeah. year. I was thinking like, yeah, yeah, tenth grade, ninth grade in that area. Oh my god, it's funny. Casey called Kathy a slut just now. <laughs> Kath, would you, would you, would you and your friends uh, use that moniker on on each other? Oh, you little slut. Oh, I mean, not not in high school, but no, now? I mean, like yeah, in your twenties and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I think it's uh, I think it's funny as a as a joke. Yeah, yeah, friends. yeah, yeah. Sure, you little slut. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. We're moving on from uh, that on to man. I have a ton of things that we can go to here. How about this one? Uh, study published in the journal Sleep Health found that habitual nappers had larger brain volumes. <laughs> researchers, hey, hi guys. researchers examined data from 35,000 participants and found that while brains shrink as we age, those who napped regularly offset this tendency by up to six and a half years. I have heard, and Dr. Mike has said a number of times, that people who nap and nap for too much time during the day can actually cause physical issues, like, like maladies to arise rise because of that. Um, so with, with not your brain, but your body? Yeah. Okay. At least that was the takeaway. So, so that there's only a set, of, you can't take a nap for three hours. Right. Take a nap for 20 minutes. Yes, yeah, fine. But you can't sleep. I, maybe oh, it's, I can nap for three hours. I, <laughs> you're not napping then, you're sleeping. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what about I, sleeping in shifts? Uh, so it's weird. Um, you know, it's funny. Every, anytime I've ever taken a nap, Nick, I feel more tired. Yeah, and I take a nap every day. And okay. uh, some days it's uh, normally refreshing and wonderful, and on other days it, it makes yeah. me feel terrible. It's hit or miss, right? It really is. What time, what time of day? Are you, it's time usually you, like 2.30, 3 o'clock for me. When yeah. you're driving home. Uh, you're on the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, I tell you what, man, there's a spot on my drive home 
where I could not off every day. Really? I know exactly where, is where it is. It's it's on the Northeast Extension, and it's about four miles from my exit. It's terrifying. I'm most of the way home, yeah. and I just start, and, and, and I have every intention. I'm going to go home. I'm going to exercise. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But when I'm yeah. four miles from my exit mark, mm-hmm. I it just, it hits me like a ton of bricks, man. <laughs> and I just want to pass out. Yeah. Um, These hours are abnormal, you know, when, and, and that's, they just take their toll eventually when i do nap uh and i'll do it maybe three times a week uh during the work week uh i will set an alarm and i will not my let myself sleep for more than 30 minutes all right 30 minutes i'll set it at, the, at 35 because right. i know it's going to take me a couple minutes to settle down and actually fall asleep uh but i don't like to go more than 30 minutes because i know that i'll i'll pay for it later on yeah Stay, staying up most likely look who's on the line there we go oh, of course you just say an institute he's one of our lead researchers <laughs> He's a TV star at Fox 29 <laughs> and Penn Medicine Dr. Mike Sarigli. Hey! hey, Dr. Mike. You didn't mention I'm a graduate of whatthat.com. Uh, <laughs> whatthat.net. <laughs> That's it, whatthat.net. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, whatthat.net, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so look, you, you hit it on the head, Preston. The bottom line is if you sleep, the studies show if you take a nap and you sleep for more than 30 minutes, you enter into REM sleep and that disrupts your circumstances circadian rhythms and that can really affect your sleep at night a lot of older folks they have a reversal of their sleep wake cycle so they sleep during the day they're up all night and it causes tremendous problems so uh steve you guys absolutely on the money all right excellent it's rare that we get it right so but but the truth of the matter is um you're you're talking actual physical ramifications from this right I, i assume that's what you're talking about long term correct Well, the fact of the matter is if you're sleeping during the day, you have to take naps. That means you're sleep deprived. And if you have chronic sleep deprivation, not only could it increase your risk of obesity and diabetes, but it can also increase your risk of dementia. Ah. And so you don't want that. The brain needs to time to heal and if you don't give it the proper amount of time to sleep and and that's you know a lot of people say well how much sleep should i get i mean most people say around seven hours or so no less than five and if you sleep too much it's not good for you so the bottom line is you want to try to get good sleep hygiene go to bed Try to go to bed at the same time every night. Right. Get up in the morning, and that's what you do it. And that's why shift workers and you guys kind of fall into that category a little bit because you mm. get up at like three in the morning, right? Yes. To get to work and have a fabulous show that you have. But <laughs> the thing is that that it's still dark most of the year when you get up, and that's not the way it was designed. Could you get, replicate a night's sleep by watching one episode of Love and Hip Hop? Would that would that one? <laughs> Uh, I, I'm, you know what? I'm still mesmerized by the uh, the robot story. <laughs> yeah. well, listen, uh, you know what we, we'll what we'll do is we'll double date with our robots one time, Mike. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there'll be a lot of um, there will be legal teams because the guy's spending too much time with the robot and not his wife. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Nightmare. Yeah. Anyway, absolutely. Well. All right, Doctor Mike. We love you. Thank you, sir. Love you. Love, love you. you. Mike Serigliano. Once again, checking in. I love it. All right. uh, Just one more story, if you don't mind, from uh, the Just Saying Institute. All right. So I found this very, very interesting. Um, Moles, the animal, not the the little thing forming on your your body. Moly mole. Could be the key to reversing hair loss. (laughs) 
All right. So you glue moles to your head? No. <laughs> Scientists from the University of California use the protein, uh, os- os- how do you pronounce this? Osteopontin. Osteopontin. Right. Which is found in moles to activate hair growth in mice and human skin grafts. So do you puree the moles or what do you do? I don't think you mix them up or eat them or do anything like that. <laughs> you put them on a juicer? The team is preparing for human clinical trials that will involve injecting uh, osteopatonin into the scalp. Mm, that's good mole. Dr. Uh, Maxim uh, Plicus. <laughs> yeah. Preston, you know, put Plicus on that mole thing. I'm uh, sorry to interrupt, but it is skin moles. Oh! It's what? it's hair that's growing out of moles. I, I your... thought it was the animal! No, wow. no, it's skin moles, according to uh, NBCnews.com, yeah. Because hair grows out of moles. Yes. And moles, are then they become creatures. I hate the hair that grows out of moles. I, oh my it's God. disgusting. I can't stand it. And I got about like four of them, five of them on my body. I know. It pisses Kathy me off. has a full pulchy. I know she does. Yeah. yeah. But I, I have, that. you know, I don't have the, I, because I have thin hair, so I yeah. would, I'm interested in this. I would love to uh, have thicker hair on my head, but any mole that I have, and I don't have many that are elevated, um, hair doesn't grow out of them, but I wonder if that's part of it. Like, do you know what I mean? I have thin hair anyway. So that's maybe interesting. I'm not getting... Yes. Yeah. yeah. Rochelle just ordered some kind of a product to, to help re. It doesn't store. work. It doesn't work at all. I'm just well, saying because not if they did, someone would be I know. a damn Wait a second. Is, is it the cap? No, 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 no. It's just a. It's a. It's a treatment. It's, want, it's a shampoo or something. I don't know. But uh, she says she's thinning a little bit there and, and wanted to try to. Uh, I'm going to text that. her and okay. because I I purchased one as well and um you know of course I read the side effects and I get every side effect to anything ever uh, and my head was so itchy I was like scratching my scalp I'm like this is not worth it it's not uh, working and my head is too itchy. Her friend is a stylist and has had the same issue and she started using this and recommended it so uh, yeah text Rochelle. I'm I'll tell you yeah. what it is. Okay. I saw a video yesterday, and it was uh, Matthew McConaughey, and he was showing off his hair in like uh, 1999, yeah, 2000, and it was thinning. And I think, and, and now it's it's thick and lustrous. And Jeremy Piven, that guy was losing his hair at one point. He was going bald, yeah. and now he's not. And I, so there was there, there must any, be treatments. Was there any transplant stuff going well, on? Because I don't know. Yeah, there, that's what if they transplant from that, the back of the head. It, it's it's probably transplants. However, like uh, well, you remember Matt Lauer, you could tell right. his yeah. were transplants. But that's like male pattern baldness, and with uh, McConaughey and and um, Piven, it was thinning. Just hair. thinning. Yeah, and so now they have yeah, thicker hair. Yeah, but they can still do. They can still put okay. put implants in. They all. You know what? What else they're doing too is um, tattooing the head. So it's actually filling. So that might also be something. What does it say, because, Preston and Steve, on your scalp? <laughs> <laughs> so Kathy, Kate, no, how, how can filling they... when you tattoo it? It it um, makes it look sure. darker and yeah. thicker. It's not yeah. actually yeah. thicker. It's like that felt spray. That yeah, remember that? Yeah. yeah. There's actually a, a listener of our show who does this. No kidding. All right. Yeah. So you, right. the problem is. No, let's say you eventually do become bald or everything. Then you have tattooed hair. I know. It, you left with yeah. my guess dark is, splotches all over your head. My guess is it's not like a, ta- a permanent tattoo. It's more like the how they do the eyebrows and stuff like that. It will fade over time. All right. Mm. They don't go, they, you know, they only go into the first few layers of the skin. All right, so I was way off of that. These are actual, These I thought it was the animal a mole, but no, it's moles on your body, the growths. Day two moles and call me in the morning. And so they're going to try do these clinical trials. And uh, So what are they, where are, where are they getting the mole juice? Uh, That's a good question. Uh, Maxim Plicus. 
a doctor. Sounds um, like the worst gladiator ever. <laughs> <laughs> Maxim Plekis. That's right. Now I'm going to kill you with my sword. I will. Uh, nature. Chop your balls off. He said, nature essentially performed the most important experiment for us already. In millions of people, there are hairy moles <laughs> that have increased uh, osteopotent, uh, osteopontin. So... Huh. It is true, though. So you have these moles where randomly, you know, thick hair will grow out. Ugh. And so if they can port that to your scalp. Yeah. yeah. All right. I, I this it makes one, more sense than gluing moles to your head. I got this one mole. It's kind of in my beard line. So it Does gr- it grow it, hair? Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's probably the part of my face that I shave the most. You know, because I don't shave, shave all the time. But I'm like, oh, okay, time to shave the mole. You have to be. <laughs> <laughs> yay, yay. Shave the mole. Is that a band name right there? I, I don't know if it's a band name or an album. I, I think, think it's, it's more of an album covered. or a tour. It's to shave the mole. My calls, I'll be shaving my mole. <laughs> um, when you shave your mole, you have to be very careful not to cut it. No. Oh, it's a flat one. Yeah. Well, it no, not... it's, it's a little bit raised. Yeah. Uh, but usually, I I will zap it with my uh, electric shaver, and then I got a couple over here that are kind of in the beard line as well. So but I just don't like the way they look coming out of my mole. It's, it's, I never it, noticed it's self. Well, it's because I shave them. Yeah. Um, hang on a second. I want to go to Tom. I'm not sure what he wants to contribute here. Tom, good morning. Good morning. What's up, buddy? So um, I, I actually work for uh, a clinic right now where we do PRP, which is protein-rich plasma, okay. which we withdraw the blood right from you. I'm the one that does this whole process. Okay. We spin it down. We, we withdraw the protein-rich plasma, re-inject it right into the scalp to stimulate growth, hair growth. Yeah, and then we use the old blood to micro needle that in there, and that's like the new the new idea on how to do hair does, re- does uh, it, restoration. So, We're not calling it replacement; it's restoration. What's the result like? Uh, right now we're seeing it's like mixed results. Um, I actually, women are having a way better result process from it. Uh, my wife is actually getting ready to do the procedure. So I'll have more information. Like I can tell people that, but after my son, her hair hormone change, start losing it. So we're setting her up for it. All right. Tom, Tom, what's the difference in the, in the verbiage there? Restoration versus replacement. What does that mean? One, your hair is, when you're replacing it, you're, you're like literally taking grass and like, you know, doing the plugs. You're replacing the you're, hair. You're, yeah, you're you putting see. hair follicle. You're, you're sticking already grown hair in in place. Okay. You're, you're rege- in this case, you're regenerating inert follicles. Yeah, we're, yeah the protein rich plasma. They're using it all over. They're using it in like orthopedic joints and such. Mm. I want hairy joints. Cell growth. Okay. So we figured out you can use it in the head to re-stimulate cell growth for hair. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll see how that plays out. You know, yeah, it's it'll, something really interesting. It's like great. We use it for like all. We use it for other reasons in our our company too. What's the name of your company? Alpha Men Center. Alpha King Men King Center. Center. Interesting. We actually, uh, PRP. Uh, yeah, you know me. <laughs> yeah, we actually do uh, advertising on your station already. All right. Oh, well, there we go. Wonderful. Yeah. Excellent. All right, Tom. Thanks for checking in, man. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Yeah. Have a hairy day. We'll see you. <laughs> so they advertise up with us? I assume they do. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Okay. All right. Is that uh, are they the uh, Jack Sullivan for less people? Uh, no, no, that's uh, Dell Chevrolet. Oh, I'm Del sorry. Toyota. Yeah. So as a, a matter of fact, yeah. I'm looking at like five commercials. Oh, yeah. 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 oh really? Right. Yeah. Hair selling for less. <laughs> 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 All right, Jack. <laughs> 
That doesn't even make any sense. Right. Is the guy's name hair? Are you just saying hair? We should sell it for less. We are gonna we're gonna wrap up the institute. We got, yeah, we got to close up the campus. So thank you for stopping by this morning. Just here. say. Um, here's what I would like to do in honor of Nick's birthday. We're having a pizza party. Yay! Yeah, it's a pizza. pizza. And uh, we have Pizzeria Vetri here. All right, and we have a. We have a $50 gift card to Pizzeria Vetri, and they have four locations, by the way. They're at the Art Museum, they're in Devon, Rittenhouse Square, and King of Prussia. We'll take caller number 16 at 215-263-WMMR. We'll give it to you. By the way, it is Crave Montco Month, and you can enjoy special promotions that highlight Montgomery County's incredible restaurant scene, including Pizzeria Vetri in King of Prussia. So call now if you're interested. We'll be back in just a moment. Bizarre File up next. Throughout all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Alright, here we go. Bizarre for now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Alright, let us begin with this very interesting story. A woman's story of survival went viral on TikTok after she credited Kim Kardashian shapewear for saving her life. <laughs> oh, no. Well. Oh, I no. know. I know. Angelina Wiley, who's from Kansas City, Missouri, turned her terrifying story into a significant endorsement for Kardashian's skims. Thank you. She said, Kim Kardashian saved my life. This New Year's, I got shot four times. What? The night I got shot under my dress, I was wearing a skims shaping bodysuit. Wiley said that her injuries would have been worse if she wasn't wearing her skims. So they made a Kevlar? Uh, no, but it was tight enough to slow the bleeding. Wow! Wow! Oh, wow. So you get okay. you'll get shot. It'll penetrate, but it'll slow. It's like a tourniquet. I guess so. Yeah. So I mean, that stuff is really form fitting, right, Kath? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, right. Bought, you well, said you bought one, and it was like suitable for a doll. Oh, I yeah, yeah. I couldn't even get into it. Um, yeah. I mean, the point of 
of it all is to to suck everything in and smooth it out. So. Right. Uh, so, so to crush your body, you want to look like. Correct. She said it was so <laughs> tight on me that it literally kept me from bleeding out. She said I should I should recommend it. I'm definitely going to buy some more. And I mean, so comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> She said, I mean, I should wear it every day. It's like body armor for women. <laughs> that's that's the new sales point. Uh, Wiley spent several months in recovery before posting her video in May. She also added that she wrote the company to share her experience and got a full refund of the $68 uh, bodysuit. They yeah. should issue them to SWAT teams. Uh, the reality star <laughs> uh, posted Wiley's story to her Instagram story. And uh, uh, Kim's comment was, wow. Uh, well, wow. She was really caught up in the moment. Yeah. And then a praying. What three letters can I send her? Uh, I know. Wow. Dr. Richard Doyle, an emergency medical physician, weighed in on the story, told Forbes that it is feasible that a bodysuit of that nature provided some compression and allowed more time for Wiley to be transferred for treatment. A bullet does remain in Wiley's stomach, by the way, as it would be a higher risk to take it out than it would be just to leave it in. Uh, From the shooting, Wiley suffered, uh, she said, a ruptured bladder that was repaired in surgery, a cracked pelvis that they are hoping to heal on its own, although that means that uh, she will have to learn uh, using a walker in the process. A bullet still lodged in her abdomen, not to mention the mental trauma that she will have to work her Jeez, way through. But she wild. says mm. that it uh, it helps save her. So. I just want to know why she was shot four times. That's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> why are you so unwrinkled? <laughs> yeah. Wait, you guys had asked um, about, you know, like taking a bra off at night and you're like, oh, you know, does it... Do you ever have bullets it, fall out? No, no, no. <laughs> like, is there relief? Or, you know, and I don't really get that. I don't the, the bra right, doesn't yeah. really bother me, but those things, yeah. like skims or spanks or any of that, like, <sighs> I cannot wait to get home and get that off. I believe it. How can you, how does it not make you feel, We like, we talk about the weighted blankets, how does it not make you feel like you're well, claustrophobic? You, because you probably, most women probably feel more comfortable in what they're wearing with that under it. All right. A spicy appetizer called Dragon Balls yeah. at, a, at a restaurant named Coup de Thai. Uh, a Thai restaurant is currently at the center of a lawsuit filed by a woman named uh, Harjasleen Walia. Oh, my balls! Claims that the dish caused severe chemical burns to her ver- vocal cords, esophagus, oh. and right nostril. So uh, so these are super hot and they're based on like fire-breathing Dragon Balls? Uh, yes. Okay. In her lawsuit, she states that she experienced permanent injuries and will be forever damaged. Walia is suing the restaurant and its owner, the chef who cooked the dish, the waitress who took her order, and anyone who in any way influenced, designed, prepared, or participating in creating the Dragon Ball dish, according to the lawsuit. On the menu, the Dragon Ball's appetizer is described as a spicy chicken ball with mint, shallot, green onion, cilantro, kefir lime leaf, and chili. It's priced at $11. The dish was advertised as spicy, so Walia requested less spice as she doesn't tolerate spicy foods very well. Mm. Uh, the server agreed to have the chef make the dish less spicy. However, Wally alleges that upon eating the Dragon Balls, she immediately felt an intense burning sensation in her mouth, throat, and nose, which led to her eyes and nose watering as well as coughing fits. Did she violate protocol by not massaging them a bit first? Uh, Walia was later diagnosed with internal chemical burns from the chilies and wow. the Dragon Balls as claimed in the lawsuit. In response uh, to the situation, 
the supervisor at Coup de Thai, uh, which I love that <laughs> name. It's a great name. Yeah. Explained that the restaurant had... Home of the Dragon Balls. ...never previously encountered a patron claiming that they had been burned by a dish and needed medical attention. The Super Lucky Prior added that although the, although the Dragon Balls appetizer is spicy, they do not use excessive chili spice, and it's not possible to make a mild version of the dish as the chili is inside of the balls. So do you think at a restaurant where they have something that's particularly hot, if you ask them to prepare it less hot, do you think they actually do that? That's why I've always had an issue with the movie Mrs. Doubtfire, because right. um, the the love interest, uh, what's his name, who's the actor? Oh, Pierce Brosnan. Pierce, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. Yeah. They're at a restaurant, and he says, uh, he orders jambalaya, yeah. not spicy jambalaya, and then he says, I'm allergic to spicy stuff. You would never order that in the first no, place. Right, no. right, right. You know, so, but I don't know. I I, I wouldn't think that, um, I, maybe some people do. I don't know. We have a chef right here. Do people sometimes ask for less spicy stuff? Yeah, absolutely. They do. Thai restaurant. Come here. Okay, all right, hang on a second here. Thai restaurant? Like, if you go to Nelby and Thai Thai? Specifically at Thai restaurants, I feel like they're used to people asking for less, but there are certain ones in the city where, like, you can't ask for it to be less hot. They will not do it. <laughs> they will yeah. not do yeah. it. Yeah. That's what I thought. And this dish already has the uh, the, the chili in the balls. Right. Yeah. It's the, the, the chili in the balls. Yeah. Remember that as a hip-hop group in the 80s. Yeah. And, uh, that all the time. Can we take that out? Not all the time. You know, no, yeah, it's already in there. It's this pre-made. Is, this is the way it's made. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank um, you. So they said that uh, Wally, uh, the lawsuit singles out that Thai bird's eye chili as making the Dragon Balls unfit for human consumption. But I'm sure people eat it all the time. You need uh, to try our chilled dragon anus. It alleges that the restaurant's owner, chef, server, and others involved failed to take precautions when serving an appetizer with a high amount of Thai chili. Uh, so anyhow, we'll see if this goes anywhere. I doubt it will. Thank you, Wally. <laughs> a North Carolina teenager who was recently caught attempting to use a popular cost-saving hack while traveling on American Airlines has now been grounded by the airline. Mm. A gentleman by the name of Hunter Parsons, uh, the father of the 17-year-old, said last week his son was detained and interrogated at a Florida airport for skip lagging. I've heard about this. Also, yeah, Bill Weston was talking about this yesterday. Also known as hidden city ticketing or point beyond ticketing, which violates travel policies of most major airlines. Now, Bill was saying yesterday it's illegal. I don't think it's against the law. I don't couldn't see how it would be illegal. It's against company policy, so... Parsons said his son's ticket was canceled and he was banned from American Airlines for three years, but never actually did anything wrong. He never got his boarding pass. He said the teen had a plane ticket to travel from Gainesville, Florida, New York City, but was stopped by a gate agent before he was allowed to board because he had a North Carolina license and the flight had a layover in Charlotte, North Carolina. What the hell difference would that make? The elder Parsons said... That an American airline agent suspected the teen of skip lagging or what is intending to travel to the connecting city rather than the destination on his boarding pass in an effort to save money. Because sometimes it will cost you less to buy a ticket to somewhere further away if it's a connecting flight. Yeah, right. And the connecting flight happens, the connect uh, connection happens in the city you actually want to go to. So let's say you want to fly to Philadelphia from Miami, but they need to stop in, <coughs> or, or, uh, they need to stop, I'm sorry, they uh, uh, there, there's a flight to New York or something yeah. like that where they stop in Philadelphia first and then go to New York. 
it might be cheaper than the direct flight to Philadelphia. Yeah, and I did this pre-9-11, so I don't know if the legality has changed since then or the airline's policy has, but uh, I flew round-trip Philly to San Diego on Southwest, and then, actually, it was out of BWI. I don't think Southwest is even flying out of Philly at the time. Anyway, um, I w- met friends in Vegas. I got off the plane in Vegas, uh, hung out with them, then we drove to San Diego, and I flew home from San Diego. But I didn't think that I was doing anything wrong or illegal by just getting off the plane and not continuing on the leg of the flight that went from Vegas to San Diego. What are they going to call? Where are you? Yeah, exactly. We're holding the plane for you. Uh, So the gate agent uh, checked on this and uh, they revoked the ticket cost, $150. The family had a $400 direct flight (laughs) in order to get his son to Charlotte. Yeah. What Um, would be, uh, so it's his company policy. Why would that, uh, well, if someone's paying for the ticket anyway... They, I don't get it. They just don't like people getting a, a deal. A deal. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Well, and also so. then they can't they can't sell that uh, that seat from that, the, the layover to the it. final destination. But, but they've, they've, they've already, already sold they've it. Already sold no, it. No, they no. But they no, no no. If you if you bought a ticket to go to to your destination, you're you're still taking up that seat that they could yeah, be selling. Yeah, because you paid for it. Right, but that's the that's the point. That's why this is the equivalent can, of, can, but they can sell it additionally. This is the equivalent of when a meter is broken and then the city comes in and says you can't park here. It's like no, 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 no. It, well, no, it'd be like hiring a limo no. to, yeah, yeah. to take you from a, take you from your home to a destination. It shows up and you don't get in it, but you no, still no. paid for it. Yeah. So, so Kathy's point, I think, is that if if uh, say this kid uh, took a flight from uh, let's say he's going to New York and he's going from Miami to New York and he stops in Charlotte, but he actually wants to get off in Charlotte. Uh, if he took that as a direct flight to Charlotte and got off, then could they could sell Charlotte that to ticket New York. Charlotte to New York. So. Yeah. You know, so I guess it works that way. Do they sell? Or, they sell Dragon Balls. Yes, I know yeah. they sell Dragon Balls, and they can be quite spicy. Yeah, yeah. But have you ever gotten on a plane? Yes, that people were already people on it. already on yeah, it. Yes. You know what? Now I don't think they keep people on the plane. Now there were, there were like three or four guys sitting up in the cockpit. Um, no, no, but yes, I have gotten onto a plane yes. that was uh, people had had already been on and we're just sitting were there waiting. waiting. It was their yes. layover; they were not getting off. But I think more so now, um, everyone is getting off and then getting back on. I don't know. Southwest does it all the time because they? they they sell by legs a lot of the time. So okay. like you you'll go from Philly to Midway, and they do smaller airports as well. So. Don't go in there; it's just legs. Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> sit in that part of the plane. Interesting. All right. Well, anyhow, that's it in the bizarre file for you this morning. Uh, I had one of the tastiest meatballs I've ever had oh, yeah. in my life. Uh, Pizzeria Vetri is here. They're phenomenal. They cooked up not only great pizzas, they have a bunch of different ones uh, here this morning, uh, but the pork meatballs uh, are out of this world. Uh, and you're lucky because there's lots of locations for you with these awesome meatballs. The Art Museum, Devon Rittenhouse Square, and King of Prussia. I have a $50 gift card. Uh, that we will give to caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR. And if you're planning an event, birthdays, team building, big or small, Pizzeria Vetri's got uh, a pizza truck for off-site Ooh, events as well. I and didn't know that. Well, I think that's, did you guys bring the truck here this morning? Yeah, that's what they were cooking. Well, there you outside. go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your guests are going to enjoy fresh pizza straight from their mobile wood-fired oven. So, caller number 20, we'll give you that gift card, 215-263-WMMR. Going to be back in a moment. Stay with us. Rocks the 36th annual Bend to the Shore Bike Tour this Sunday. 
Join Casey Boy and Team WMMR Rock and Rollers for this dirty bike ride, raising money for the families behind the badge, a Philadelphia-based nonprofit supporting families of fallen and critically injured first responders. Whether you do the 65-mile classic route over the Ben Franklin Bridge or a less demanding one, we'll all finish at the post party in Atlantic City to celebrate. For details and registration info, go to PrestonAndSteve.com. Sponsored by Michelob Ultra. And visit Delco. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. So there is an event that is coming up. This is going to be Saturday night at The Man. Uh, and it is Jurassic Park in concert with Philadelphia Orchestra. Which uh, these these events are great. The Philadelphia Orchestra there they 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 perform the score in front of the movie as it's being shown. It's yeah. pretty awesome. Even yeah. if you think, oh, I don't know if I'd like that, you should go try it once. Uh, it will man, blow you away. I've been to a bunch of them over yeah, the years, yeah. including uh, John Williams ones, and I did Back to the Future and Star Wars. It's a blast. And it, it, you, Steve, if, even if it's a movie you've seen a hundred times, seeing it with live scoring it's is amazing. unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. So here's what we're gonna do. Uh, we are going to uh, we're gonna play a game this morning. Speaking of Mr. John Williams, legend, because we have a grand prize to give away, and it is actually a John Williams signed score to Jurassic Park. Oh. Uh, you will qualify that if you win a pair of tickets to the event, which is uh, like I said on Saturday, we're gonna give away tickets to Jurassic Park in concert with the Philadelphia Orchestra. But we're gonna play a game called John Williams backwards and fast forwards. We've only done this one time with me. Uh, I know the Beatles backwards and fast forwards. How did you do it? I forgot. We took clips. We took Beatles songs and I would either have to hear them in reverse form or extremely sped up Uh and try to identify the song. And it's hard, man. It It, is hard. It's not easy. So Now, John Williams, by the way, begged to have an interview with us, but we just didn't have time. No, we'd rather do a contest. But you know John Williams' music, some of the greatest film scores of all time. I mean, I'm not going to name them because... No, because you might be giving away answers. I'm going to give them away, but they're some of the biggest blockbuster films of all time, and we're playing the Jurassic Park game. By the way, my friends wrote lyrics to the Jurassic Park theme. Uh-huh. Uh, I should have done it right there because it, it started, but it's like, In Jurassic Park, there are dinosaurs, and the T-Rex is so big. Love it. So let's get callers on the line, 215-263-WMMR. You will decide whether you want to hear this backwards or fast forward. So you get the option. It's up to you. All and right. I tell you what, let's do if, if because I think it's going to be hard. You're going to give a, you start with a clue? No, I'm not going to start with a clue. you start with the answer. I'm, no, oh. I'm not going to start with the answer. Oh. I think we go through at least three callers. Okay. To try the same one. So try to be the fourth caller. Before we get a winner. No, the fourth <laughs> caller won't automatically win or anything like that. All right. um, I'm just not getting the whole concept. No, but that's okay. All right, we're going to go to our first caller on the line. This is Ryan. Hey, Ryan, good morning. Hey, good morning, man. All right, buddy. So we're going to play John Williams, backwards or fast forwards, and this first track, you get to choose. Do you want it backwards or fast forward? Um... Didn't know I had to do that. Fast forward. Fast forward. Okay. Okay. All right, so... I'm going to play this. I'm going to leave. I forgot that the audio sometimes is weird on the phone line. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to leave him open here and see if he can hear it, okay? All right. Fast forward. Casey, we ready? Yes. All right. Here is the first time we're trying this. Let's see how this goes. I got it. 
Yeah, I agree. Person. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes. So you can do it. You can do it. it All right. Be done. Ryan, what movie yeah. is that? Uh, Star Wars. <laughs> no. Incorrect. No, it wasn't. Yeah. It was not. Sorry. By the way, do we have the regular speed versions, yes, too, speed so we, can, we yep. can play them for people? All right. We'll do two more callers on that. We're, we're going to do uh, Jim. Hi, Jim. Morning, guys. Morning, bud. Okay, so you get a, you get a choice here. You'll, you'll actually get to hear it a couple of different ways if you want. Uh, backwards and fast forwards. Which way do you want to hear it? Uh, let's go backwards. All right. We'll try backwards. Here we go. This is it. Jim, what movie soundtrack is that? Hmm. Uh, I got no clue. Jurassic Park. No. Not Jurassic Park. One more caller. Ashley. Hi there, Ashley. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Ashley. Did you hear them both? Yes, I did. And what movie is that from? Indiana Jones. No, No. that's incorrect. I'm so sorry. Man. It was... Superman. Ah. We're going to play. <laughs> ah. Ah. I thought we were all going to be like, uh, ah. this is it. So, yeah. it's great. All right. By the way, one of the greatest opening sequences in a movie. You remember the opening credits in the oh, original yeah. Superman? Yeah. Mind blowing. Yep. Awesome. All right, so our next caller is, is it Liz? Liz K. Liz K. Let me go over to Liz K then. Hi, Liz K. Hi, guys. How are you? Wonderful. All right, Liz, we're, we're starting anew, and this is John right. Williams. Backwards or fast forwards, which would you rather hear? I'll do fast forward. Fast forward. All right, All right fair enough. Here we go. First one, first listen on this one. Listen closely. <laughs> what movie theme is that from John Williams, Liz? Uh, I think it's Harry Potter. Yeah! Yes! Well done. Excellent. That whimsical beginning. Yes! Hang on a second. Liz, we are going to give you tickets for Jurassic Park, which uh, is in concert with the Philadelphia Orchestra. It's this Saturday night at The Man. And also, Liz is qualified for the grand prize of John Williams' signed score. Uh, by the way, the parking is free. Uh, tickets start at just 25 bucks, and there are photo opportunities with a Jurassic Park Jeep that is there, too. Tickets available at mancenter.org. Do we have the original uh, Harry Potter? We do. And here it is. So great. Very magical. Very as it, as so it should be. Can I hear it backwards too, Case? I want to hear what that that would that would have sounded like. So. 
And Fast when, forward would have been the way to go. Yeah, that. definitely. Yeah. Yep. And when you're at the, the theme park, when you're at uh, Universal, oh. that, that music's playing all over the place. It's Great. So cool. All right, we will get another caller on the line and see if we can get a winner here. Uh, up next <coughs> is we're going to go to Paul. Hey, Paul, morning. Good, welcome. Good, welcome. Good morning to see you in. <laughs> All right. Uh, we have another one of John Williams scores ready to go, and you get to request it either backwards or fast forward. What do you think? Uh, fast forward. Fast right. forward. I think it's a good choice. All right. Here is the next one. Listen closely. Do you know what movie that's from? I don't, but I still love you. Ah, love I you too. Ah. Like Dr. Mike. All right, sorry, Paul. We'll go next to Rocco. Hi, Rocco. Hey, good morning. Good morning. All right, I'm sure you heard that. Do you want to take a crack at it, or do you get the option to hear it in reverse? I'd like to hear it in reverse. All right, All Casey, right. cue it up, and here we go. Sounds just as good backwards. Yeah. It's a tough one, though. All right, Rocco, you got to take a guess. What is it? Uh, I'm guessing Fiddler on the Roof. Not Fiddler on the Roof, but a wonderful try, sir. Yeah. Appreciate that. All right, we'll go to one more caller on that particular one. This is Liz. Liz F. Hi, Liz. Hey, how are you? Good. All right, Liz, you've heard it backwards. You've heard it fast forwards. Do you have any idea what soundtrack that might be from, from John Williams? Um, I'm going to go with Memoirs of a Geisha. No, no, not Memoirs of a Geisha. No. It was Schindler's List. Uh, you won the Academy Award for that soundtrack. Oh, wow. And that is a tough one because it's not as... Yeah, it's a more serious film, obviously, and uh, and you don't hear it brought up. Yeah, there's no much. dance theme from. Yeah. Uh, so on vacation, we had a chance to have a cellist and a violinist perform some songs for us at this event we were at, and they played Schindler's List, oh, wow. Preston, and everyone was tearing up. It was beautiful. I'm sure. All right, we're gonna get another one teed up and ready to go. And our next caller is trying to see who's been on hold the longest. Um... <laughs> We're going to go next to, let's go to Joe. There, Joe. Hey. All right, Joe, we got a new one teed up. Do you want to hear it uh, backwards or fast forwards? Uh, fast forward, please. Yep. Fast forward. All right, Casey. All right, so I'm going to give you a clue. Okay. A clue on this one. It's not a movie. It's not a movie. No, this is in the TV realm. Mm. This is in the TV realm. Mm. These are not the George you're These looking for. <laughs> no, and it's not Star Wars. No. All right, so listen closely. Joe, let's see if you can get this. Here we go. I don't think I want to do this. No, one. I don't. No. I don't either. I, I, I think I can. You know I, what? Can I guess? Yeah. Well, is was... it the nightly news? It is. It's the NBC nightly yeah, news. Yeah. It's this. 
Uh, so that doesn't no. Yeah, I'd say skip that. Yeah. Since we gave the answer wrong. Joe, <laughs> you never heard I that one. Yeah. That's not the theme you're looking for. All right, this is a new one. All right, you ready, Joe? Uh, wait, wait. Yeah, I'm ready. Is he doing fast forward? He's doing fast forward. He's doing fast forward. He's doing fast forward. All right, here it is. Lord. I'd love to see the credits rolling up on that. Wow. Joe, any idea? Yeah, that's another tough one. Uh, is this TV or is this back to movies? M- it's movies. movies. Sorry. It's movies? I'm going to take a story of the dark side, Star Wars. Star Wars, no. Incredible. Ah, Thanks, though, buddy. All right. We'll go over next to Dave. Hi, Dave. Hey, good morning. Morning, buddy. All right. Play, playing John Williams uh, backwards and fast forward. So do you want to now hear it backwards? No. Uh, Fast forward, please. Fast forward. That's oh, right. Okay. Play it again. Okay. Uh, Here it is. I got it on the second one. Are anybody text-wise nope. getting these right? Oh, oh not this on, one I'm having difficulty not with. Not on this one. Uh, right. Previous ones they have. This one's tough. All right, Dave, what uh, film is that from? The Close Encounters? No. Uh-huh. Uh, nice good guess, though. Good guess. All right, we'll go one more on this particular one, and this is Chris that we have on the line. Hi, Chris. Hello. All right, buddy. So do you want to hear it fast forward or backwards? Backwards. All right, fair enough. Here it is. The backwards starts at the very end of the whole thing. So. Yeah. Texts are, get, are getting it now. Now they're getting it now. All, All right, right uh, Chris, what movie? I'm going to guess E.T. He got it! E.T. is correct, and that means... Even I couldn't get that. You have tickets to see Jurassic Park in concert with the Philadelphia Orchestra on Saturday night at The Man. And he's also in the running for the grand prize. John Williams signed score. Uh, tickets available at mancenter.org. Did they ever find out what E.T.'s actual name was on uh, his planet? Oh. That's Eddie Timlinson. <laughs> because they always called Alf but, Alf, even though he was like, no, my name is E.T. stands for Eddie Timlinson. Oh, Eddie Timlinson. Yeah. Eddie Timlinson. Uh, maybe that was in the outtakes or in the uh, <laughs> um, the, the director's cut. Yeah, my name's really Eddie. Okay. Um, all right. We will go to another caller and start anew. Uh, we have, all right, Colin, or no, Kathy's been on hold for a long time. Let me go to her. Hi, Kathy. Good morning. Good morning, guys. All right. For Kathy. For Kathy. For Kathy. What the hell? I, I don't know. I, I, don't go rock. Yeah. Don't go rock. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I think Kathy. Kathy, you've been on the air before, haven't you? 
Yes. I okay. So. Okay. All right, All right Kathy. Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear? <laughs> Is that what she said? Yeah. She called in yesterday. John Williams fat. I did. I won. Okay. You won. Wait, she won. You can't you win. You can't again. win again. Well, no. Did you win a lottery well, ticket? I know. I'm going to Club Risque tonight, guys. Oh, oh she's going to Club Risque. Oh, she did win a prize yesterday. Oh yeah. You can't, yeah. Kathy. Didn't Aww. they tell you you can't win once? You can only win like once a month. Nah. Uh, yeah, for real. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I got my I got a guy's name tattooed on my arm. Oh, okay. That's, I love that. We, we, you're awesome, but we can't do yeah. that. We, we can't do it. I'm sorry, Kathy, but yeah. we love you. You stink, Kathy. Well, man, when, no. when did the new Kathy collection come into play? It's from, it's from an episode of Boss Baby. Jason, <laughs> well, I found them. We'll see you at Club Risk tonight. Today's a new day. Oh, yeah. I, yes, I know. Yeah, Call yeah, us yeah, in, yeah. A, in a month. A when, when it's I a, I'm sorry you had a horrible day. Yeah, but you're going to Club Risque tonight, right? Oh, seven. Yes, right. Right. I sure am. All right, Have okay. fun. All right, thank you, Kathy. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Oh, I don't get to play? Yeah. No, no, you don't get to I'll play. Tell you what. Seriously, you can only win once a month. After Risque, why don't you go back to Marissa's apartment with her? Yeah. They... I am sitting here because I ran out of gas, and oh man, I'm listening to you guys. We oh, love you. We love it, Kathy. You can't break the rules, though, because everyone else would be upset. Yeah. No, they wouldn't. Okay, thank you, right, Kathy. We'll see you later. Yeah. This is I, I, all thanks to Kathy. I think she doesn't understand. Like, it's official rules yes. of the radio station. Yeah. We can't give her another no. prize. Yeah. So nope, hopefully nope, nope, she nope. gets that. All right, Louis, we'll go next to Colin then. Hi there, Colin. Hey, monkey pick ass. Yeah. Monkey pick ass. Old school. You didn't win anything yesterday, did you? No, but that's a shame because she didn't win it on the radio, though. She did she? She she wanted one of your guys like a vet. No, 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 she, no, she, no, she was a call. She won it as a call in. We gave those away exclusively by calling in. Oh well, then well then never mind. Heck with <laughs> All right, thank you. All right, so uh, Colin, here we go. Do you want it to uh, John Williams backwards or fast forward? Oh my god, I'm nervous. Um, I guess let's go backwards. Let's go backwards. backwards. All right. All right. Listen closely. This is from the very end of the theme. Here it is. What do you think? All right, I think I have it, and if I do, an eight-year-old uh, boy is going to be very happy that I'm taking them. Okay, is it Jaws? Your eight-year-old is very happy. Yeah. That is correct. Yes, sir. All right, Colin, hang on. You and your eight-year-old get to go to the man on Saturday for Jurassic Park in concert with the Philadelphia Orchestra. Did you ever hear the story about uh, Spielberg sitting down and hearing uh, John Williams present the theme to him for the first time? He's looking and says, you got to be kidding me. You oh, know, really? Just, just, he goes, Dan. Yeah. And he goes, what are you talking And, of course, it became one of the most iconic soundtracks of all time. Absolutely. Case, can I hear that fast forward? I'm curious as to what forward, that sure. would sound like and whether it would be easy to pick up. Here we go. I guess that's Alright, next we will go to Jewel. Hi there, Jewel. Hi. Hi. 
You okay, yeah. Jewel? All right, Jewel, you ready to play? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this is uh, John Williams, fast forward or backwards. Which one would you write, like to hear? Backwards, please. Backwards, please. Everybody's okay. very serious about right. this. Here is your theme. Identify that. What movie is it? Um, I'm gonna guess the Harry Potter movie. No, I guess. Harry Potter. No, sorry, we're not repeating. By the way, <laughs> oh, I didn't realize. Uh, it's all right. Sorry, it's okay. Harry Potter movie. Okay, well, go hang out with Kathy at Clubber's Gate tonight. Oh, not Kathy Romano, Kathy from Delta. Yeah. Kathy. All right, thank you. Uh, let's get Adam on, and he can try this out. Uh, Adam, good morning to you, sir. Hey, hi guys. Sorry to bother you at work. It's okay, bud. You're playing a contest. What do you want? Do you want it backwards or fast forwards? What do you think? Uh, boy, I've been listening the whole time and be getting most of these. That one, uh, I'm nervous. I can I hear it fast forward? I, of course, I you just can. Did backwards, right? Uh, she did backwards. Right. Yes. All right. All right listen here, closely. Can I, here it is. Fast, fast forward. Yeah, shut up. Here we go. <laughs> fast forward. Here we go. <laughs> What movie uh, do you think that oh, is? Oh, man. I, I'm going to take a step. I don't know. Indiana Jones? Nope. Lost Ark? No. Uh, it's a tough one. I, I didn't get it. Incorrect. We will go to one more caller for this, and it's Nathan. Hey there, Nathan. Hello. All right, Nathan. Do you need to hear it again? Um, probably going to... Yeah, I'll hear it again forward. All right, fast forward. I get Sorry. the feeling that a lot of these listeners are at a party at Kathy's house. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, the listener? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. Here it is. So, what do you think, Nathan? I'm thinking it's Home Alone. No. Good uh, guess. I'm not yet. Yes. Creative. Are, are textures getting in it? They uh, are. There I are think few. that I... It, well, if I, did I guess it right, Preston? Um, It is... No, you oh. did not. It is Jurassic Park. Oh. oh. That's what that was. That was Jurassic Park all sped up and backwards. So. All sped it up. All right. We just have a couple of more that we can get to. So, let's get another caller on the line. And this is John. Hey, John. Johnny there, sir. Oh, I can't be sorry. I was on mute. You were on what? I was on mute. Oh, on oh mute. he's on mute. No, no problem. All right, so, John, we got another one teed up for you. How do you want to hear it? Backwards or fast forwards? We'll go backwards. All, All right. Backwards. All right. I would always out for forwards, but All that's right. just me. Let's see if he can identify this one.
right, that's what we have. And what do you think it is, John? I'll try Indiana Jones. He is correct. Yeah! Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark is absolutely correct. Hang on, because you're going to see the Philadelphia Orchestra play Jurassic Park in concert at The Man on Saturday. And you're also qualified for the grand prize of John Williams' Ein score. Tickets are just $25 for that. Can I hear the, the theme in its uh, in its natural state? I think it could be my favorite. He's had so many iconic themes, but nothing makes me makes my heart swell. Like the Indiana like Jones the Indiana theme? Jones right. theme. So it's, it, and it's got a lot of, you know, positive memories yeah. behind it as well. Because seeing that movie as a kid, I was like, this, I just... Technically, is it called Indies theme, or I wonder what I don't the title know. is? I would All assume right. that is because yeah. that's what is the prevalent theme when he's doing his deal. Yeah. There was a moment about a month ago. I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, the fifth Indiana Jones movie was being screened abroad, and um, John, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford were there, and they say, "Ladies and gentlemen, we have a surprise for you." And the curtain goes up, and behind the curtain is John Williams and an entire orchestra, wow. and to watch Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford be in awe of John Williams, and then to hear the crowd go nuts yeah. because John Williams was there. It was a really special moment. And then Preston, they launched right into that oh, theme. It was so God. badass. And oh. I think he's 89 now. Yes. Oh. And then he went right into it. I like big... He did. <laughs> well, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> I do have a question. Um... So, because I was listening to Superman, I was I, th- this question I, I thought of. Um, okay, I want you to play the the Indiana Jones theme. Do you think that he will take the title character like Superman or Indiana Jones, just that, and then create the soundtrack based on the title? D- d- all right, so explain. All right, I, I have you to explain. I, I, I have to explain in practical form. All okay, right, so let me. Yeah, here we go. Indiana, Indiana Jones. Indiana. Do it with Indiana Superman. Now. All right, now we'll do it with Superman. Okay. All right, you ready? And then you go like this. Superman. Right? No, it's really this right oh. here. I don't know. Mnemonically, that could be a thing. We talked to Michael Cicchino about when he was doing the same theme for the Batman. He tries to take the character. Right. And it's not just based on the name, but it's more <laughs> the motivations of the character. But you're wondering if, if yes. part of it, part of a main theme yeah. uh-huh. uh, in syllables might work out with the name of the character. I don't know. So Chandler's List. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Schindler's List. He made a list. Schindler's List. Wait, this isn't the Schindler's List music. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I was confused. uh, That wouldn't work for this one. Same pull, basic movie. Pull up though. Schindler's List. Yeah, right, the, right, the, right. the regular right, forward, right, and we'll see if there's... Schindler's List. Hang on a second. Uh, this has got to double back here. This is the actual theme. But it would be, rather than Schindler's List, it would be Oscar Schindler. If you're going off of the characters. Right. right. So, I don't know. Here. That's it. It's beautiful. It's It's Inside Perlman, is it not? It's heart-wrenching. I do not know. I thought it was Inside Perlman. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. Get the best. 
You tried the rest, now try the best. <laughs> Eat sock Perlman. <laughs> uh, okay, we have one more. Wait, I'm done effing around here. We'll say the best for last. Get off my ass. Uh, let me go. Call her Kathy H. Our guts. Everyone's half asleep. The whole thing's going down in flames. I think she does hate yeah. us now. She was she so was mad. She was not following because she wasn't following. She didn't realize we could lose the station we, license by violating. Yeah, can't it's give you a prize. The rules. She was out of gas. Uh, we're gonna go there. Yeah. We're gonna go to Matt. Hi, Matt. Good morning. Good morning, guys. All right, Matt. We got one more to go, and we need to know John Williams backwards wait, wait. or fast forwards. What would you prefer? Uh, backwards, I guess. Backwards, man. They're going okay. with the backwards. Okay. Uh, which one do you want? The, uh, this one. That one? Okay. Yep, yep, said, absolutely. Yeah, the easiest one would be nice. the easiest okay, the one. If we right. could select the easiest one, he'd appreciate that. It might be. All right, here we go. theme peters out so i'm I'm gonna still get it though i'm gonna give it just a little bit longer this looks like it might be more yeah that ought to do it all right so matt what movie is that from sounds very star wars-esque that's the one yeah Yeah. star wars the main theme the, the new hope we're going to give you the tickets to see the Philadelphia Orchestra performing Jurassic Park this Saturday, July 22nd at The Man. And, of course, you qualify for the John Williams signed score. And the world-class Philadelphia Orchestra is going to play the Oscar-winning composer John Williams' iconic musical score live as the film is projected on three giant screens. Parking's free for the event, by the way. Tickets are just 25 bucks. They start at $25. And there's photo opportunities with a Jurassic Park cheap. Tickets and information available at mancenter.org. Excellent. Well done, everyone. And by the way, yes, the uh, the name of the Indiana Jones, it is Indiana Jones theme. Yes. So that is Indy's theme. All right, let us take a break. We'll come back in a moment or two. And you know what? Uh, let's have a chance for you to join Kathy, <laughs> listener Kathy, <laughs> not, yeah. not Kathy Romano. But Marissa Magnata and Sarah Parker will be at Ladies Night tonight at Club Risque. It's an MMRBQ ticket rate, and we will give you a pair of tickets to go to the MMRBQ. If you're at least 21 years of age and a lady, it's a ladies' event only, so we'll take call number 25 at 215-263-WMMR. But if you want to show up there tonight, they're giving away tickets every 15 minutes to the MMRBQ. Uh, it's free entry for ladies. Uh, your first drink is free, ladies. And the first 30 ladies get a pair of limited edition collectible Preston and Steve Boys shorts. Throw out of ladies in. Yeah. Let's take those caller, that caller, and we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because... Nah, we're good. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. 
Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Just a reminder about uh, the Preston and Steve uh, Belly Flop Championships coming up on the 3rd of August. And we need contestants, right? We're light on contestants. And I just want to uh, emphasize how easy this is to sign up and do. Uh, And you don't have to be what you would think is a very large individual to create a gigantic splash. The splash is great. Uh, all about style and presentation and whatever, however you want to I would that. say, and honestly, since we haven't done this in a number of years, people have sort of lost the context of how this goes. I would say that you could win simply by your presentation and not have an all-too-amazing belly flop. So we need you to sign up, and uh, and there's a... Yeah, there's a good chance you might win right now. So uh, yeah. get signed up. 6 to 8 p.m. August 3rd at Valley Beach and Valley Forge Casino Resort. Uh, it's open to the public. We want uh, everybody who wants to have a good time to come out and be a part of this. You just have to be 21 years of age or older. Um, and you can go to WMMR.com and sign up. If you know someone who's crazy enough to do this, tell them about it. Let them know that this is going on. Have them sign up. There are videos for you to watch on the website of uh, things that have gone in years past. And uh, let's have you out for this event. August Hell, we've done it. Third, we have done it. We've taken some award-winning plunges into the pool, and you could join us as well. So uh, do that now. We want you to sign up, and we want people to come out and be a part of this whole thing. Uh, are you guys familiar with the Barbenheimer fascination that's been going oh, on? Oh, with the two movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. Okay. I didn't know it had a name. Yeah. It's got a name. My son actually texted me uh, something about that yesterday. Barbie and Oppenheimer are opening on the same weekend. Yes. <laughs> And so there's a phenomenon that's coming out with the release of both of these movies. Um, they clearly are complete polar opposite <laughs> right, ends right. of the cinematic <laughs> spectrum. And so people are putting together the two. And there's there are memes, there are videos, there's all kinds clips, of things. Clips, tra- faux trailer clips. Yep, that have, that have put Barbie and Oppenheimer in the same movie together. So I saw Oppenheimer two nights ago, and uh, and my, my kids knew that I was going, and they were like, oh man, I wanted to go see that. So my son texted me yesterday, said, hey, was Oppenheimer good? And I said, yeah, but I don't think you would like it. I just, you know, there's a ton of dialogue and blah, blah, blah. And then he texted me back, he goes, I'm a man. I enjoy the controversial philosophical argument of Barbie and maybe an Oppenheimer to lighten the mood and uh, I just thought that was so funny but he probably got that off of TikTok or something right, like right, that right 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 yeah uh, so yes uh, Polygon two films as extreme opposites and Variety called the phenomenon the movie event of the year 
And Oppenheimer's at uh, 92% Rotten Tomatoes. Barbie's at 88%. So both okay. getting great advanced reviews. Okay. I have a question because I had an issue with Oppenheimer, especially in the beginning of the movie where I couldn't understand the dialogue. I mean, at some point, and I knew they were speaking English, but their mouths were moving. Well, I, I sent you. I, I, I don't know if you got the text I sent. So no, I did. I did. I responded yeah. to your text. Um, but my question is, uh, can you go to movies with... Uh, um, uh, subtitles. Subtitles. They, they do have yes. them, and they will have also um, enhanced listening uh, devices uh, sometimes yep. where you can hold it up to your ear and hear the dialogue better. Uh, it has been known that occasionally, uh, like, for example, Interstellar and uh, The Dark Knight, uh, that uh, Nolan likes his mix, his soundtrack mixed a little bit louder, mm-hmm. and sometimes it makes it difficult to hear the dialogue. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so you're not you're not crazy to think that. But I, I like, I never had a problem with the understanding Bane or in, in, the dialogue in Interstellar, but for some people, I know you guys leave the subtitles Titles on a lot. You at home, always. you do. We well, have the tennis this Preston, right? Yep. So. Always, yeah, yeah. Uh, so was it? It was just because they were speaking so quickly, Casey. Uh, quickly, uh, the sound mix was was uh, something. Were they uh, using a lot of complex words as yeah, well? Listen, okay. we're we're talking, yeah, you know, talking nuclear physics, physics and chemistry and yeah. you know all that stuff. So they're they're and you know, yeah. And I, I was like. I started to get concerned. I'm like, am I having a stroke? Because I can't understand. I smell toast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like Do the, they sell toast at the concession stand? The mouth was moving, and I just heard like, blah, blah, or blurp. And yeah, I'm like, yeah. I, those aren't words. Those aren't words that I just heard. I just, we cannot <laughs> let the Nazis complete their blah, blah, or blurp program before we do. By the way, they should sell toast at the... Uh, yeah, yeah. The movie theater. No butter, just I plain like toast. toast. No, some butter. Yeah. Butter, even, you know, some jelly options and things like that. And maybe even a, a, an English muffin or something. Sitting there with a the big huh. bucket of toast. What about saltines? <laughs> I would have saltines at a movie. You would have saltines I'm just at a trying movie? to think of, like, what do I eat at home? You know, would you be spraying that all oh, over dude, the people in front of you? I bring, yeah. I will bring home food to movies sometimes. Yeah. Like, sandwich and stuff like that. Kebabs? Sure. Kebabs? I mean, listen, they do sell Stained. pizzas and hot dogs and things like that at some concession, at, uh, at uh, movie theater. But they don't have, like, goldfish. I, you know, I think, like, okay, I, I'll go through, like, a bag of goldfish or a sleeve of saltines and, uh, you know, some of these things that I like to eat at home while I'm watching movies. Take them to the movie theater. Yeah, right? you're probably right. Yeah, do it. Yeah. We're do bring, it. Be a rebel. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What do you have there, son? That looks like sardines. You bring sandwiches? Yeah. Really? Sure. I brought Wawa. I have. Yeah. I'll be, yeah. I'll yeah. get like the like, like the grapes and cheese and uh, crackers thingy. Yeah, Casey. If there's... I'm not if I am not in candy mode, which I usually am. Well, so normally them. it's it's peanut M and M's and um, and uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. So you order from Grubhub? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> well, I haven't. You probably. Haven't. <laughs> I've gone to that Wawa uh, near the King of Prussia Theater, got myself a shorty and the peanut M and M's Wawa bag right in the theater. You Dude, go. Did you go? Do you know the the Oaks Theater closed? Yeah. Yeah, Dude. it's it's been actually it's been like pretty vacant since pandemic and um and then that closed, theater that was my movie theater that's where we would go Is to movie the theaters it was well, getting I, yeah getting smaller and smaller that sucks and, well and the other the flip side of the coin I guess is that um, King of Prussia continues to do well so yeah. um, but like. You know, Wayne has been closed. Anthony Wayne Theater on on thirty has been closed since pre pandemic as well, and I, I doubt that'll ever reopen. I wonder if, if what they can do to 
I mean, it's a giant building that's not being used right now. I know. There was a similar um, theater area down in, in Rio Grande, and they opened it. It's a movie theater. It is a bowling alley. It is a golf simulator now. And the so urology I'm, center. And possibly, <laughs> you know what, Steve? I think, I, think there's something, I think there's something very similar to that right next door to it. So you're not, you're oh, not really? too far okay. off. That whole Oaks complex is just strange, though, because it's a, a lot of it is piecemeal. And I used to live right next to it. Oh, yeah. And, and so the, the theater was nice, and it was fine. But, like, you're right next to what used to be a tire factory, which became Arnold's. And then the convention center is next to that. And so it's like all of these things. And then when those, uh, the, the traveling, turf club, the traveling circus yeah. comes into town, they use that parking lot. Right. The turf club's been closed for like five or six years at this point. The rock right. climbing gym. The rock climbing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the yeah, trampoline rock place. Gym. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It, what they really should do is blow it all up like an Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, start over. Dust off. Blow uh, it up. Blow it up from orbit. Wow. Uh, which, by the way, uh, Tom Cruise is on board for Barbenheimer. He goes to that Oaks Theater? No, he's on board for Bar- Barbenheimer. He bought tickets to see both of the movies. While his own film, Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, is scheduled to still be in theaters while Barbie and Oppenheimer uh, are being released. Tom Cruise has become a source of argument at home uh, because I love his movies, and I admit and understand that he's kind of an oddball. Yeah. But I, I, his mo- the Mission Impossible series is like my favorite movie series. I think it's, it's so, excellent. So and um, or one of my favorite movie series. My uh, fiance is currently watching Going Clear, however, and she <laughs> dived into the uh, Scientology end with Tom, yeah. with Tom Cruise, and that part of it is conflicting. But still, if you go back and you watch A Few Good Men, you're like, dude's good. He's a great actor. Dude's really, really good. The movies are awesome. Yeah, yeah. And what was I watching recently? There was another uh, Cruise thing. Well, I mean, Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Yeah. I was like, I that, love it. That, really, that came home. I love I mean, that friggin' movie. I, it, the, the, the original for me was always like, eh. And the, fir- and the second one just was, just nailed it. Yeah. I mean, she knows it like, uh, she, if she's watching Going Clear, she knows that he's a prisoner in his own really now. And sure. like, he can't, I know he's big, huge, filthy rich, tons of money mansion guy, but he's also, ah. Uh, I guess they're like. The, the, I know, right? We shouldn't be talking <laughs> yeah. about Scientology. Well, but like, uh, it, well, let's know. move on to abortion. <laughs> right. There are Christ the Leah Remini's of the world who have abandoned that church and have spoken out against it. And I, I guess that's what her point is. Hang on. I want to go to James. He's got something uh, lighter to point out. Hi, James. <laughs> morning. Good morning. What's up, bud? So the movie theater in Oaks yeah. Yeah, is going to be reopening. Ooh. Uh, so is the actual theater or is it a, a new ownership? It's under new ownership. It's under new ownership by the people who own, uh, I believe, Arnold. Oh, excellent. Love Arnold's. Wonderful. So as you're watching a movie, there'll be go-karts racing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they're, uh, they are planning to opening stages. I believe they're talking about an August open. And is it going to just remain a movie theater? It's going to remain a movie theater, but they're also looking for the long-term plan to put mini bowl and uh, laser tag, as well as, like events for offices and stuff like all right. that. All right. Okay. All right. It's, it's a lot of space. It's a multiplex. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big theater. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of theaters. Like all right. 12 screens there or something. They like should that. let you do that actually while the movie's playing. Yeah. All right. Thanks, James. Appreciate it. All right. Well, that will, I'm good. It's because that, that's, that's my theater. And it sucks when something that you go to with a decent amount of regularity shuts down. And you, know, you get a little further out Absolutely. to, to go to some other places. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, I, the, the Barbenheimer thing I thought was interesting. And, uh, Steve had sent me over the, um, the article about it. It's become huge. And by the way, if you're talking about viral campaign, because they can't, the stars can't be out promoting the movies now. So they're having to rely on, uh, right. yeah, they can't do the talk shows or anything like that. 
So the the viral campaign for Barbie has been huge. If this strike drags on for a while, if it, I mean, if we're talking like a year or something like that, are we going to have a gap in films down the road? We've had this before. So mind you, they just crawled out of the hellish pits of COVID <laughs> to start producing stuff. And now this is going on. And I get it. I understand why it's going on. I forget who was... It was, it was covered. One of the higher ups, one of the super powerful in Hollywood, said this could be if it goes on too long, an industry killing event. Like it could destroy a lot of the main mechanisms of movie making if they don't do something quickly. Could I um, kill the industry. The, the way the industry is run now could be changed. Now it got changed dramatically with COVID. A lot, you know, and and all of that stuff. I forget who it was. I think he's a former, might have been a former Disney exec. But he's he's no he's no idiot when it comes to this stuff. This this needs to be resolved soon. Well, yeah, I mean, strikes are meant to be disrupted, yeah. right? And that's what this is doing. Um, I, I saw John Mulaney. He did that hot ones hot one show, and yeah. he talked about the fact that one of the sort of upshots of the strike is that there is so much content out there. We'll be able to catch up on the stuff we've been trying to watch for yeah. a while <laughs> while they're creating. Well, they're not able to create new content. I officially started making a list yesterday. Yeah, I think it's just- uh, well of shows that I have had started and kind of <laughs> bailed on and other shows that I want to get to because I started watching something else and forgot I was watching the other one. <laughs> yeah. There's that many shows. Where are you on uh, Succession? Uh, I, so I'm in, I'm like episode eight of season three. Okay. Uh, so I got I to gotta continue on that. But this show uh, from has come along that Steve recommended. I started watching that. And, and that's now it. taking over my time. And I've forgotten. There's all these episodes of Black Mirror that I haven't even <laughs> watched yet that are out. I've all, uh, The Bear. Yeah. I, I started watching that. And, and we took a little break from that. And I'm uh, like, I made a list. Yeah. Uh, Silo. I started watching that. And, t- and um, what else? Uh, Shrinking. I need to get to that oh, one, too. I love that, that movie. Yeah. yeah. So the good. Bear, by the way, the episode you were talking about, Preston, they do a, a flashback. And Dude. everybody in this, I mean, it is like, you talk John Mulaney, like all these people, all these cameos. Oh, no Jimmy Lee Curtis. Okay. So here's the, the particular thing about, and, and it's a great show. I love it the Bear. Is. But this one episode, I turn to Rochelle and I'm like, I don't think I can watch this anymore because they go back, they go to their family home, the, the, a flashback to their family life and there are so many people talking at the same time yeah. over each other it's a yelling household uh, right uh-huh. and i'm like i it was it, it was like 20 minutes of that non-stop and i could i almost couldn't take it anymore now i we got through the episode and i'm gonna watch the next one but i'm like i have to take a break from this i haven't watched any of the new season yet yeah much um, is that does that happen a couple times on the no season? that's the, the only time it's happened and right. it was it was entirely too much for me when that so. happens it literally gives me anxiety i, I was oh, yeah. My, yeah. Brain, my brain shuts down that's what's, uh, uh pressure, wait, is it righteous <laughs> what is it gems uh uncut gems, uncut gems. that one yeah and that was a oh. one watcher for me man i just okay i'm glad you said that i have to write this down on my list righteous gemstones <laughs> all right there you go uh how do you spell righteous r-i-g-h-t e-o-u-s i thought you watched it i thought you're the one that this is the next watch it. the next season oh, oh is out now okay. and so I, I i see i forgot about it i like um the ability to binge and casey has recommended to me and to all of us for years uh the show barry on hbo and so i've I'd never watched any of it until now, and I got four seasons. But I'm just, like, that's my show right now. And so when that's done, then I'll probably pick up just gemstones or you know Ted Lasso. I haven't gotten to that yet. Here you go. A couple of texts come in. It says the Bear Christmas episode made me cringe till my face got stuck. Another one says I was having a panic panic attack during that episode. Yeah. 
Uh, but somebody says you'll like the next episode. I'll tell you what, the the, the um, first season had that episode that caused panic for a lot of people, which is sort of appeared to be done in, in, in real time, where they were cooking meals and, and running into each other in the kitchen, yeah. and the camera seemed to be on, on one continuous shot, mm-hmm. and uh, anyone who apparently worked in the restaurant industry was having a heart attack because they could relive the pain and yeah. anguish of totally. trying to get meals out on time. By the way, Steve, you know what we get in like two or three weeks is season three of uh, Only Murders in the Building. Yes, which I'm very much looking forward to. So to, to the initial point, if there is a bit of a drought, there's enough that's been produced and just about ready right. to go. Yeah. You know, it's weird, though. I agree with the Mulaney point. I didn't know he had made that. There's just such a, a wealth of stuff yeah. out there. It, it, on the other side of the coin is the conundrum about what do I go to next? Yeah. Because you have 400 things presented in front of you. Well, maybe if, uh, if we do get a break in this stuff, we could get back to nature and go on a hike or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Oh, By the way, idea. are there any apps that you can use? There is to, one. Uh, oh, what is that? Uh, it's called All Trails. Okay. Oh, I and uh, I recommended it to Kathy, and uh, Casey has it. And um, I've used it for a long time. It's convenient. You can download. Uh, hikes. Uh, so I went to Shenandoah National Park when we were on vacation, and I downloaded um, a few different trails. And um, and Kathy was telling me a story about her trip to the Grand Canyon, <laughs> and it, it sounded very similar. So you can uh, download a hike that you want to do, text it to people, you know, see if they want to do it as well. It rates the hikes moderate, easy, difficult, whatever. Does it, it trail you as you're on the trail? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so um, there's like you you can GPS it, Steve, and you can see how far you have to go and see right. you know. So the, uh, Andrea and Ben and I did a hike down towards a waterfall, and I had texted Ben uh, a few different hikes the day before, and I texted Andrea, and so we all agreed, all right, we'll do this one. Well, Ben didn't realize that we were doing option A of the waterfall <laughs> hike. He thought we were doing option B. Hello? Steve, um, so uh, we got down there, and he was having a bad day. It was, yeah. you know, it was a 16-year-old having a bad day, and which just means he's not talking a lot, and we, uh, we didn't know what was going on. We stopped. We a long hike down, which means then a long hike back up. And uh, we stop at the waterfall, and then he's like, I don't want any part of this. I, w- I want to get home, whatever. He starts going back up. I want my whoopee. Well, not that he wanted a whoopee, but he wanted to, he just wanted to get out of there. Yeah. You know, he was tired, it's over. tired of being in the woods. However, it's over. we're in the middle of a national park with no cell service. <laughs> he didn't have his phone. And so he decides... He's going to go right when we're going left. And he went off in a direction and wow. uh, was ahead of us. And I had no idea where he was. And, and I completely panicked. I lost my ass. Like, I, I didn't know how far ahead he was. I didn't know which direction he had gone. And I am there. And you guys know that I'm a relatively loud person when I want to be. Screaming oh as loud as I possibly can in the woods <laughs> to try to track my son down. And he, the woods, the trees are buffering the sound. He couldn't hear a damn thing. Wow. And How so, did you finally reunite? Well, um... I hauled ass as best I possibly could running uphill, which I'm not great at. Uh, and eventually, like, he slowed down enough where I could get to him. And I, I like, I panicked. I mean, I've had some instances while hiking where mm-hmm. things have gone a little wrong. Yep, and, yep. and, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere with no cell reception and... He was off by himself. Did he hear you? No. Him? Oh, no, no. Not okay. even you a word. Kathy teach you how to use the app. <laughs> <laughs> well, but the, you know, the thing of it is, if you're going to do that, first of all, uh, if you're going to leave somebody and you're hiking, let them know that you're going to go in a different direction. Um, but like, make sure you're hiking the right hike. He didn't, right. he didn't even check the app that he was, you know, that he was going on the wrong, in the wrong direction. Um, what'd you say to him when he caught up to him? I lost my ass. I like, oh. I, I was angry oh, and, uh, and I, I just was like, dude, if you're going to do this, you got to let me and Andrea know or let one of us know, you know, he just, he just took off and he, he just wasn't thinking. Are you sure to go, where's Andrea? <laughs> 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 
I mean, I was, yeah. Like, dude, I, I hauled off. Fortunately, she just was like, you know, 200 yards behind us or whatever and, and caught up. But yeah, so uh, Kathy was telling me a story about a hike that she did in Arizona, well, and it sounded kind of similar. Yeah, so um, we didn't act, we were hiking with somebody who lives in Sedona, and she was like, I got, I know where we're going, know where we're going. So we didn't down, I, I had the app, but we didn't download the hike. And it was an easy hike. It was like one of the last days, and I really wanted to go to this cave, and it was supposed to be. to go to a cave. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it was awesome. Um, and so uh, it was a it was a mile hike, mile back. It was going to be two miles. It was short. It was very hot. We went at like 9 o'clock. No, I think we were like 8.30 in the morning so we could get it done before it got too hot. And we're like, we're walking and walking and walking. And I'm following this lady that lives there. And she's assuring me we're in the right direction. She's like, no, I've never been to the cave, but I know it's this way. You like, follow crazy yeah. Bertha? <laughs> um, we were probably about... We were probably about two miles in. And I was like, okay, it was supposed to be two total. Right. No, well, well, it's got to be over here. It's got to be over here. So we walk probably another half a mile. We run into these two girls. And I'm like, Are, did you guys find the cave? And she goes, the girl looks at me. She goes, it, it's now about 930. And she goes, we've been here since 6 a.m. And we can't find it. Uh. We None of us, not one of us. So now we start hiking with these girls. None of us had cell service. And so I'm like, I want to pull this this app up. But I think, Nick, do you have to download? Yes. The, right. So if we, you're off the grid, you have yeah. to have the map right. already downloaded to your phone. Right. So so we I, we couldn't get anything. So, so the girls are like, forget it. We're going back. We all turn around. We're walking back. And then um, like we're starting to get like one bar service. I'm like, wait, hold on. Let's see where this is. <laughs> and long story short, we had turned what was supposed to be a two-mile hike into five miles. We get Where you ladies go. <laughs> we're about five miles right now. And, and we're by the parking lot. We're like, forget it. And it the, that's when the service popped up. And it was right there. I'm like... <laughs> You said like 10 minutes from the it's, parking lot? It was like it 10, is, 15 Goober. minutes from the parking lot. They should call her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and, so I, and Jace is like, no, I'm done. I'm done. And I'm like. You never made it. Mommy, no, I was like, I really wanted to see this. I go, it's, we can see it. It's right there. He was finally like, <sighs> fine, but you're buying me ice cream tonight. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like, all right. And and it was, it was really close to the parking lot, but it was the last like probably five minutes to get into the cave was, I mean, a straight rock climb up. So it was a little oh, difficult, but we got in there. It was worth it. We were the only ones in there for a little while. So it was cool. Somebody texted and said the subway cave. Is that it? Um, I didn't go to the subway cave. I went okay. to the birthing cave. It looks like a vagina. Uh, really? Oh, wow. Did you do the Devil's Bridge at all? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The Devil's Bridge is cool. That's in Sedona. and But you get there and you get to the pinnacle is this cool little. Did you, like, go, did you go to Sedona? Bunhole. I did back oh. in uh, a couple uh, Octobers ago. Okay. Um, and we just did that hike. But you get to the bridge. It's just a natural bridge. And um, then you have to wait for yes. if you want to get a cool picture everybody's kind of like lined up waiting yeah. to to get that picture i was like i'm not waiting i'm not waiting for this yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't do it, but yeah, it is there's cool. there's a lot of, like there's a um a snoopy um you know formation formation that yeah. looks like snoopy there's That's a coffee cool. cup yeah okay. so you get to see all cool things Casey, you're talking about the, taking photos there's um you know arches national park where all those natural arches happen yeah when uh, a full moon happens the full moon will rise behind uh, uh. behind the arch which would the you know the most significant one that they have in the park except that 
4,000 photographers are also descending on the park at the same time so they can get the iconic shot of the full moon going up in between, you know, from the arch. There, sure. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. In the studio. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. It looks it's, like an eyeball. It's a great shot. It's really wow. cool. But everybody wants to get the same photo. Hey, I have a question uh, via a texter here, Nick. Somebody said if you're going to go out hiking out in the wilderness, why not get a satellite phone? I have never looked into that. I, I assume those are super expensive. They used yeah. to be. I, I don't know if they still There's are. There's the they, device that I got that I eventually smashed with a hammer because they, they tried to screw me on the contract. But oh, right. it's, it's the, um, you have it as well. Well, I had one when I did Kilimanjaro because it's, cell service was different 11 years ago. Right. So now cell service works in a lot of places, but also, I mean, not for nothing, but I like being in the middle of the national park with no service. Um, I like getting away from everything. So I, I don't know. Sometimes some part of me doesn't want to be connected. But what I have I there, mean, not, I'm sorry to interrupt. But, no, let's go ahead, Bryson. Uh, but but you could have it as just as simply as an emergency. And I, yeah. That's the Garmin. Garmin in reach, which okay. is what I had. So what happens is, Preston, it is a satellite device. You can text. Right. It'll key, So you can enter in your phone that's with you. It'll go through that, and you'll be able to text and stay in contact. Now, when um, I used it, I bought the the, the program. Um, uh, you know, to if you need to be rescued out of an area, they will cover that. There's an insurance program and all that stuff that goes with it. But it is really one of those peace of mind. I have it on me. If I'm injured or something goes on, uh, I can text or even just hit an emergency button. It will locate you using the satellite system. So that for me, if you're out alone or you're out by yourself. Uh, or just a small group, get one of these, and it seems to make sense. And then do what I do when they screw you on the billing, smash it with a hammer. Smash it with a hammer is a good idea. I was looking into this press because I wanted to, when I was in the Grand Canyon, I was there on my birthday, and I was like, okay, I want to be able to talk to my family uh, on my actual birthday. So I looked into it. You can rent them, and and even like the renting process was like just cost prohibitive. I was like, yeah, it's not that important. If, do you have to buy a subscription? I mean, or you pay? So a, you buy you. There's you can get like a month plan. You get like twelve texts a month or something like that. We, we have one. We have one of the Garmin's. And what what I like to do is if I'm going like backcountry hiking or whatever, I will we will text people say hey. We're not going to be in communication for a few days. If it's an emergency or we have an emergency, you can reach us on this text device, the, like the Garmin. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just have it on you in case you need to contact anyone. It's really, It was actually fairly easy to set up. And uh, once you had it set up, again, you can reactivate it when you need to use it, deactivate it when you don't use it. And you can get an unlimited plan if you're, you know, just uh, one thing it'll also do, Preston, is it'll provide your location to people who are subscribed to your um, your connection, your 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 portal, so to speak. Okay. So I was able to follow the progression of this person on on the trip, and and it was great. Okay. Uh, and somebody was saying that the iPhones have an emergency satellite service set up yes, nowadays. Yes, that's too. true. Right. Um, I wonder. I, I don't know anyone who's had. I've read, to I've, use read stories. I've, re- I've read a couple stories. I remember they uh, debuted that feature, but I'd completely forgotten about it, that, that there's a way uh, to communicate where you are I think via it, that. Is it just a beacon that it activates? It's, it's a locator. It might be. It might just be a locator. I'm not sure that it, it accesses the ability so that you can use it as a sat phone. Uh, people are texting in to know the the name of that app again, Nick. Yeah, it's called All Trails, and it is a great app. Just make sure that you and your son are on the same page when using it. <laughs> All or Trails, downloaded before trails. you start your. Hike. Yeah, and there, it's um, uh, there are professional versions of it. There, are, you know, you can pay for it on certain levels, but it, the free app is great. So to the point where if I want to go to like Evansburg State Park, oh, dude, locally. and it, that's the great thing about it is like uh, you want to do a, a local hike in Valley Forge or Evansburg or whatever. They're there. It's it literally is all of the trails that you can think of. Look at this, Valley Guru, we got pretty feet. <laughs> 
<laughs> I used to be a model, so I just, you know, yeah, can't I talk. I can't do that anymore. And then people, you got a nice voice. <laughs> people will rate the trails and, and say, hey, we saw, you know, a bear here last week or whatever. Um, yeah, I saw some people. <laughs> <laughs> the bears also have access. Do you think bears talk to each other about Absolutely. when they have people encounters, yeah. maybe? I saw the fattest son of a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I have no reason to be in the park. Yeah, like they're, you know, health conscious. Get this flip phone. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I'm glad everybody's safe. Yes. And and you made it back alive and all that. Um, uh, we need to take a break, and we also need to give something away because we have had uh, Pizzeria Vetri here this morning. And uh, Amazing. Thank you to John and Christina who came by. Um, we have a $50 gift card for call number 18 at 215-263-WMMR. Here's something they do maybe you did not know about at Pizzeria Vetri. You can sign up for private classes and workshops uh, featuring hands-on events like Pizza After Dark, a Little Chef's Class, Kathy, a limoncello making class. Ooh. Oh, well, isn't that fun? Doesn't that sound fun? That sounds like an activity. Uh, you can visit pizzeriavetri.com for details, and uh, they brought so much great stuff here, so let's set you up. They're located in Rittenhouse Square, Devon the Art Museum, uh, King of Prussia as well. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Join Marcus and Heineken tomorrow from 6.30 to 8.30 at Leone's Pizza and Bar, 116 Wallace Avenue in Downingtown. Enjoy new crisp and refreshing Heineken Silver, 3.2 carbs and 95 calories. All the taste with no bitter endings. Enjoy Heineken responsibly. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre all right, let's begin in Adrian, Michigan. Uh, after more than a year, an agreement has been reached in a fight against the horrible stench from a powdered eggplant in Adrian, Michigan. A powdered eggplant? Yeah. No, well, okay, not an eggplant. <laughs> uh, a, a powdered egg, comma, right. plant. A plant uh, that makes powdered eggs. Yes, there yeah. you go. So, and and not a uh, not an actual organic plant, but a right. manufacturing Not facility. Not an eggplant that works that as a barrister in London. Uh, <laughs> residents said that the Crimson Holdings plant in Adrian creates an awful odor around I would imagine town, it would. Uh, that affects everyone, including businesses. People are coming in saying it smells like something is dead out there, according to a local worker. Crimson Holdings makes egg powder for the pet food industry, and the plant is right in the middle of the town. Where is this? Uh, it's in Adrian, Michigan. Wow. Uh, and attorney David Durbin, uh, who represents Adrian residents in a class action lawsuit against Crimson Holdings, a lawsuit says we that the... submit that the town smells like a dead hooker's ass. Uh, the company failed to employ adequate odor mitigation strategies. Residents said their homes continue to be physically invaded by noxious odors from wow. the plant. Uh, Adrian officials tried to get Crimson Holdings to shut down after receiving hundreds of complaints from residents. The Michigan Department of uh, Environment, uh, Great Lakes and Energy issued eight violations. <laughs> against the company. A legal agreement was filed on Tuesday uh, outlining a deal between the two sides and Crimson Holdings will only operate between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. It's <laughs> not going to change anything. Until 45 have passed after an odor scrubbing machine is installed. And that machine is expected to fix the odor. It might, it might not. Uh, but we will see. You know what's interesting is eggs are great. Eggs are wonderful. They yeah. taste fantastic. Why do they stink like that sometimes? That's true. You know what I mean? Like egg Adrian. salad. 
Yeah. If I have a really, really gassy moment, it can smell like egg salad. Yeah. You smell like powdered eggs. In Adrian. Uh, I'm sure that's horrific. All right, maybe you've heard of this guy. His name is John Rice, and he tries to make his near-annual Darth Valley run as difficult as possible. He waits for the hottest day in the weather forecast, and he dons his multi-layered outfit of Darth Vader and sets out to run in Death Valley, and he runs a mile as fast as possible at the hottest time of the day. When has he not dead? It's, he said it's exhausting, it's exhilarating, and it's also, Rice freely admits, incredibly stupid. He said, I don't agree with anybody else doing this. I don't even really agree with me doing this particularly. And he's been doing it for years and years, by the way. there's You can see find pictures of him all over the place. Rice, who is 52, said he knows the risks. He trains all year for the tradition, running around his neighborhood near Santa Fe and throwing punches to the beat of EDM music in his, long, in, in his home in-home sauna. Working out in the 150-degree room several times a week is meant to acclimate his body to the temperatures in Death Valley, which is even less tolerable than usual this particular week as heat waves blanket much of the country. Uh, Rice said that he makes sure that uh, he selects routes with cars nearby in case he feels himself overheated and needs to ask for help. His wife, Laura, accompanies him uh, to the park most years and waits at the end, blasting their car's air conditioning and preparing to toss him a cold towel. Uh, the tradition became routine for her when the couple met around 2010. Uh, he was Laura's kooky neighbor who ran around the neighborhood on hot days before collapsing in his driveway. And apparently he decided to, he ran uh, Death Valley one time just as a lark and he realized that he wanted to make it harder and he thought that wearing a mask and black clothing would do the trick and then he immediately thought of Darth Vader. God. And so he does this every single year. I'm not sure when he is going to do it this time, but it's pretty soon. Sometimes other runners join him occasionally in a Chewbacca costume. Uh, Rice's fastest time was last year when he said he recorded a 6 minute 18 second mile. Uh, this year he said he ran it, oh I guess he already did it. He ran it at about 10 minutes after recording Covering from an injury. Okay. Hey, you're, you're tempting fate. Yep, yep. Uh, an Alaska man inadvertently filmed his own drowning Uh-oh. on a glacial lake with a GoPro camera mounted on his helmet. But authorities who recovered the camera have not yet found his body. Uh-oh. Yeah, Alaska state troopers said teams would continue to search Mendenhall Lake for the body of Paul Rodriguez Jr. Uh, troopers said a helmet with a camera attached to it was that was confirmed to have belonged to Rodriguez was recording on July 11th when his kayak overturned and he went into the water. The recording continued showing the kayak overturned due to strong current coming from the glacier. The helmet was found on the lakeshore. Uh, Juno police said Rodriguez was believed to have gone missing on July 11th. A vehicle had been parked at the recreation area mm. since July 11th. They determined that it was registered to him. Jeez. And a kayak had been found floating unattended on the lake. What was uh, that? A, k- a kayak? A kayak? <laughs> yeah. uh, that police said resembled one of Rodriguez's posts. And uh, authorities put the pieces together and a search got underway. But he, they found his camera. They found the footage. But they have not found him. So that's pretty wild. All right, and then we'll do one more and wrap it up. Uh, Tierra Young Allen was on vacation with a friend in Dubai 
when a nightmare started unfolding at a rental car agency. The 29-year-old Alan's mother said that the Houston woman and her friend were in an accident while in the friend's rental car and that when Alan went to the agency to retrieve her belongings from the car, she found out she could only receive those items if she paid an undisclosed amount of money. Hmm. She dealt with a very aggressive individual, she said, a young man there who was screaming at her. Alan, her mother, uh, says ultimately yelled back and found herself arrested and charged with screaming in public. Wow. Screaming in public. Alan. Alan. Yeah. Alan. 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 Whom Alan. the Daily Beast Ow. refers to as a trucker turned TikTok influencer. <laughs> of course. Has now been detained in the Arab in the United Arab Emirates for two months. Uh, her passport seized and uh, she's facing prison time. It would not well. have happened in Abu Dhabi. No. Because mm-hmm. she was yelling Yabba, <laughs> yabba Dabba Do. Mm-hmm. Uh, community activist uh, Quanell X says she is in jail for one reason one reason alone. She raised her voice. And in that country, a female is not even allowed to raise her voice. Oof. If she raises her voice, it's punishable by jail time. They have a strict law system that is really based on theocracy. Wow. So, yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah, doesn't it? And that is the last story I have in the Bizarre File for you. All right. Um, oh, I didn't know we had more of these. What? Yeah. I thought we gave away the last of them. Mm-hmm. I have two of these left. Tonight is Ladies Night at Club Risque in Philadelphia. Sarah Parker and Marissa Magnata are hosting this event. And if you would like to go, you will get MMRBQ tickets if you are callers number 10 and 11 and 215-263-WMMR. You have to be at least 21 years of age. Now, listen, if you want to win MMRBQ tickets as well, go there tonight. It's a male review, right? So they got uh, uh, the guys dancing for the ladies. No. No, it's not a male review. It's ladies. I didn't know that. I did not know that either. All right. Maybe you never know who's going to get coaxed to be up on stage. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll All right. So anyhow, uh, if you'd like to go tonight, they're going to be giving away MMRBQ tickets every 15 minutes. And you, ladies, by the way, you get free admission to Clubber's Case. You can ship for free. Your first drink is free. And if you just want to kind of hang out and wait and try and win tickets, the first 30 ladies get a pair of limited edition collectible Preston and Steve Boy shorts. That's pretty cool. As well. So yeah. that is tonight. And you'll get to see listener Kathy there, too. <laughs> uh, so we'll take Tell her high. those callers now. 215-263-WN. MMR, and we'll set you up. We're going to be back in just a second. Stay with us. In MMR's early days, we used carrier pigeons for requests, but some people got mad at us. So now we have the text line at 39333. It's faster, better, and there's less poop. So text us anytime at 39333. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right, but Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the 
other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're headed to No Sad Bro. We're right on the edge of it. And it's tomorrow, of course, a Friday, which happens as soon as we're done with the show here. Yes. Uh, but a few things to handle before we do retreat for the day. And one of them happens to be giving away a prize. Uh, with our last in question, and we happen to have a four-pack of Six Flags Great Adventure tickets to give to you. Um, the question I think we're going to go with this morning is, we found out today, and I know this is hard to believe, but we did find out what E.T.'s real name is. <laughs> And if you heard and you know, then you should call right now. We should get that four-pack of tickets to Six Flags Great Adventure. So what is E.T.'s real name, as heard earlier on the Preston and Steve show? 215-263-WMMR. Call now or forever hold your peace. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by Families Behind the Badge, Children's Foundation. Donate to Casey's team, the WMMR Rock and Rollers, for the Bend to the Shore Bike Tour on July 23rd. Benefiting the Families Behind the Badge, Children's Foundation. Visit PrestonandSteve.com for more information. What's up this morning, Steve? Well, the new live-action Snow White movie will reportedly forego the classic Seven Dwarfs in favor of, quote, magical creatures of all sizes. One of those magical creatures is reportedly a guy named Jerry who works for Pet Boys. This doesn't sound very magical. <laughs> Vanna White is negotiating her new contract with Wheel of Fortune. Vanna's reportedly asking for a 50% salary increase and a reduction of the alphabet by 12 letters. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Kylie Jenner admits to finally getting fed up and revealing uh, reveals, quote, the work done on her face. During the latest episode of The Kardashians, Kylie says the only work she's done is convincing herself she's never had plastic surgery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, let's see if you do indeed know what E.T.'s real name is. 215-263-WMMR. And our first caller in was Scott, so we will go to Scott, of course. Scott! Hey, good morning. Hey, what's up, Scott? Good morning to see you. And what is E.T.'s real name, buddy? You were talking about Eddie Timlinson. Yes, Eddie <laughs> Timlinson is exactly correct. Hang on. Nice to meet you. You're headed to Six Flags Great Adventure. I got a four pack of tickets for you. You can celebrate summer at Six Flags Great Adventure. Come early to experience the thrills of your favorite coasters and then stay late to enjoy spectacular fireworks every Friday and Saturday night. Or you can bring your appetite to the park's newest festival, which is Flavors of the World, featuring tasty cuisine from seven different countries. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, a few things uh, to roll out for music news. We will start with, hang on, i got to move some things around. Um, Scott Stapp. Uh, Scott, by the way. Scott! Uh, Mark Tremonti, Brian Marshall, and Scott Phillips. Scott! Are together again. <laughs> because Creed has reunited. Yeah! Although Stapp is... <laughs> <laughs> Although Stapp has done solo tours, the band has not been on the road since 2013. Uh, they announced yesterday they're going to play Summer Cruise to the Bahamas, April 18th and 22nd of next year. Well, the band commented through their press release saying we're honored be, to be back. And the unwavering support of Creed Nation throughout the years. It's Creed all, Nation. It's all for you. Creed is back. Let's do this. Uh, the Cruise will feature performances by other bands as well. Three Doors Down, Buck Cherry, Tonic, Vertical Horizon, Fuel, and several more. 
should make it a real Creed cruise and invite Carl Weathers. The festival cruise will have an exclusive Q&A with Creed that is open to all Anybody guests. have any questions or anything? Anyone? With activities for the band, with the band, autograph sessions, and a theme party. Uh, tickets for the cruise to the Bahamas go on sale on July 25th. I bet you that'll get some traction. Yeah, sure. They're, they're now in that nostalgic pocket. Blink-182's reunion has given the trio the biggest tour of their career. According to figures uh, reported to Billboard, the North American leg tour of the group's world tour grossed $85.3 million and sold 564,000 tickets. Uh, Previously, their highest-grossing and best-selling concert uh, tour, the 2009 concert tour, took in $22.5 million. So they're way over. Uh, That tour did sell 660,000 tickets, though. So more tickets but less money that first time around. Brett Michaels uh, recently said that he intends to regroup Poison. Oh, check during, out the big brain on Brett. Uh, during 2025 for more touring and possibly some new songs. Uh, their last album, original material, Holly Weird, came out in 2002. And the most recent recording was an all-covers album called Poisoned, which was released in 2007. Well, we're going to have him on tomorrow. <laughs> it and, is uh, tomorrow? It okay. is going right. to be tomorrow. Yeah. He's great, man. Because they're going to be in town this weekend. Bam Bam is uh, hosting. While promoting his solo tour, he talked about his love of his work and said, I've embraced the changes. Uh, I didn't fight the digital world. I didn't say no when they asked me to play country festivals. I'm sincere, I'm passionate, and I'm a fan of music. Poison spent last summer on the road as part of the Motley Crue and Def Leppard Stadium Tour. Uh, Great interview. He's he's just a a really good guy. Yeah, nice dude, for sure. Uh, Metallica put out a casting call for their superfans to be in their upcoming documentary. The filmmakers are looking for big personalities, unique characters, and unexpected stories that can be shared in the film. Uh, If you do a quick search online through Metallica, you should be able to find the information and see if you're available for that. And then finally, Keanu Reeves' band Dogstar is back. Uh, one day after playing at the L.A. venue, The Roxy, the band announced Tuesday on, or Wednesday on Instagram that it will embark on an international tour this year and release its first album in over two decades. Is this the new single? This is the new single. All right. It is called Everything Turns Around. Let's listen to a little bit of this. This is Dog Star. Keanu Reeves on bass, by the way. And they are coming to Philadelphia. I'll give you that date in just a second. Categorize this song as a fun summer song. All right. And they said it's um it has an uplifting message and a positive vibe to it. You're a kid, but I'm not dreaming. This is real. Light pop alt rock kind of thing. I ain't mad at that. No, not at all. Um, So they're going to be playing December 14th at the Underground Arts. God, if we can get John Wick on the friggin' show, that'd be awesome. 
Only if we just call him John Wick the entire yeah. time. <laughs> you ever see? You ever see Terminator? <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, the band is uh, comprised other than Keanu Reeves on bass, uh, vocalist and lead guitarist Brett Demrose, and Robert Mailhouse is a fellow actor and drummer. Uh, they like playing with John Wick. Uh, they, <laughs> Uh, they played a 12-song set at the 2023 Bottle Rock Napa Valley Festival in May, and it was the group's first performance in more than 20 years. So hmm. uh, they're getting back together, and they will be in town, which is really cool. And that's the end of music news for you. Yes, Casey. I'd like to take this moment to give a shout-out. Uh, there's a very special person in our lives uh, who's celebrating a birthday today. And uh, it's not Nick McElwain. Uh, you are a very special person <laughs> that is celebrating a birthday today. Uh, but Steve Wilson from Wilson City. Oh, that's Super right. Yeah. It's his birthday today, and he's been... So good to this show and so good to this radio station. And we love you, Steve, and your brisket. Happy birthday, Steve. Yay! Thanks brisket. for letting us be there yesterday to give away the, the lottery tickets as well. All right. Do I have any of the Vetri, uh, Pizzeria Vetri, past uh, $50 gift? Biscuits. I thought two. there was. Are there two of them left? All right. So we'll take callers <laughs> 20 and 21. Good numbers. 215-263-WMMR. And you will get the $50 gift card for Pizzeria Vetri. And they have four locations you can use that at the Art Museum. Uh, Devon, Rittenhouse Square, and King of Prussia. And you can sign up for Perks. Uh, it's PV Perks, Pizzeria Vetri's loyalty program. Uh, for every dollar spent, you're in a point to use towards future discounts. So we'll take callers 20 and 21, and we'll come back in just a second to wrap up today's program. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. MMR rocks the 36th annual Bend to the Shore Bike Tour this Sunday. Join Casey Boy and Team WMMR Rock and Rollers for this dirty bike ride, raising money for the families behind the badge, a Philadelphia-based nonprofit supporting families of fallen and critically injured first responders. Whether you do the 65-mile classic route over the Ben Franklin Bridge or a less demanding one, we'll all finish at the post party in Atlantic City to celebrate. For details and registration info, go to PrestonAndSteve.com. Sponsored by Michelob Ultra and visit Delco. 93 WMMR, putting Philly first. It is uh, Thursday morning. We're on the cusp of a Friday. Very close to no sad bro at this point. The President's Steve Show. Kind of warm today, but not crazy. 87 degrees are high, partly cloudy skies. The humidity levels still remain a little bit touchy. And then we have some, some thunderstorms tomorrow, high 83. Uh, Saturday's looking good, 85 and partly cloudy. And I understand, and I'll believe it when mm-hmm. it happens, but it's supposed to be a little less humid this week. That's weekend. what I've heard over the I weekend. Don't, I don't know if we'll be able to actually feel it or not, but uh, we will find out. My I, hair will let you know. Yes, please. We can just <laughs> monitor your hair and see from that alone. I would like to thank very much uh, John and Christina from Pizzeria Vetri. Hey! Uh, that's a good, good pizza. Oh, man. And the, the meatballs. I have not to hate him. Been a freaking tastic. Um, but they brought by some great stuff. And uh, don't forget, they're located in the Art Museum, uh, Devon Rittenhouse Square, King of Prussia. And they even have, like, these workshops, pizzeria workshops and things. And they do a limoncello making class, which is, sounds pretty intriguing to me. Uh, so we thank them for bringing by that stuff and to give it away to you today. And we also want to, one more time, Wish a happy birthday to Nick McElwain. Hey, happy birthday to you, Nick. And you mentioned the weather on Saturday, and uh, it'd be a great night for an outdoor show in Camden, so yes. hopefully that holds. Yeah, you're going to both Dave Matthews bands. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Brent uh, is going to both as well, so Brent will be there after his shift tomorrow, and then uh, Saturday, a nice little mini college reunion. <laughs> Brent's and, like a... He's, is he Brent? more of a fan than you? Uh, no. 
No. No, nobody's a bigger fan than me. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, Brent's, it's, it's great. I, and I, what I love about Brent's fandom is that, like, Brent is, uh, he'll go hardcore, like, metal yeah. stuff, and then he uh, jams out with Dave Matthews Band. So it's fun to, uh, you know, learn. I, I really want to go to the Gorge with Brent this year. That'd be cool. We're looking at a uh, video, a GIF of uh, Nick at Camp Out for Hunger, and it's uh, Casey dropping a water-filled condom on Nick's head. <laughs> it's one of the greatest photographic moments ever. I think uh, our buddy Brian Miller from Course Photography yep. took that series of pictures. So Caught in the moment. It looks for amazing. Your, for your celebration, Nick. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, Pierre's here. Hey, man. Wow. Um, nice EBS test. They went well. Um, <laughs> uh, I hit kill instead of send. No, I made I, a mistake. I'm, I found them both very humorous. Um, here's a test. <laughs> yeah. Usually you hear all those funny noises. Oh, no, the, the funny noises were, were, oh, no, 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 the F, I didn't play, re, re, re. he was yelling the whole time. Excellent. Trying to figure it out. So. I've never done that. It never. technically was an emergency. Never. So yeah, 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 right, right. Hey, I did have a question. Uh, Kathy, what time are you going to be at Club Risque tonight, Dan? <laughs> Wait, uh, why did you, did you tell him what I said? Uh, no, huh? Oh. I just, uh, I, I, well, I, I, me and my bros are going to go down there. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's cool at Marissa and Sarah there, but the fact that you're going to be there and dancing. No, I mean, other Kathy, not me. Yes, no. listener Kathy. Listener no. Kathy, listener will Kathy. Be who now hates us. It's really you. <laughs> Stop. It's not. It's, it's always going to be you. you. Yeah, uh, be just, like a petticoat, your little fan dance. Yes, a petticoat. <laughs> you could dance at Petticoat Junction. Never no, mind. but I tell you what, the, uh, the, the girl that's modeling the, the Preston and Steve boy shorts is a uh, stunningly gorgeous uh, Clubber's gay dancer. Her name is Cass- her name is Cassandra, yeah, and she's yeah. Uh, featured a lot. And I don't know if she'll be there or not tonight, but she is a risque dancer, so you can see her there one of these times. She's Kathy's daughter. The uh, what? <laughs> you got to be there tonight? Kathy. Yeah, not you. Not me. Uh, too many Kathys in this room. Is that her Instagram account? Yes, it is. It's uh, Il- uh what is it? It's, it's Lil yeah. Risque. Il- wow. uh, it's L I L R S Q U E. So many okay. things happening. So yeah. many. Uh-huh. Steve and I were out last night at the opening of uh, uh, Rob Osterman's new place, Vinyl. Great. Yes. Really great place. Yes. Uh, really enjoyed it. 15th Street, just off of Walnut, and Marissa was there, and uh, Bill was there, and Matt. I'm going to get Steve's review of that tomorrow on the Connoisseur segment. Nice. hear a little bit about that. It'll be a nice little restaurant moment to have on that tomorrow. Yeah. Cool. it's a, They've got uh, good uh, food munchies and uh, beverages. It's not a full-fledged restaurant, uh, but they'll have... Uh, like cabaret acts there too, which is oh, very cool. Nice. Yeah, that's fun. so it's it's a small, very small music venue, uh, but a, a lovely bar and tables and couches and things like that. Nice, yeah. you and your bros to go hang out. Yeah, well, yeah. we're going After there the first, club. and then we're no first. Uh, it'll be vinyl. Yeah, then on to see Kathy at Club Risque. <laughs> Club Risque. The other Kathy. Oh, no, Kathy Romano, my wife of eighty-seven years. Eighty-seven. Oh, Congratulations. Wow. I let her go to those things. Because you've got to... Well, that's what makes your relationship work. You, is that you let flexible. her do things. Yeah, I let her you, do yeah, things. Yeah, you take her out of the basement <laughs> a, and you let her do things. <laughs> as a male <laughs> chauvinist <laughs> pig. Uh, as a, uh, Good know. news. I was going to say something. Yeah, I'm sending you to the strip club. <laughs> Letting you out. <laughs> uh, She's out. Yeah. And, yeah. Count your blessings. <laughs> what a terrible. I. Where did that come from? I don't know. I. I. Because that's first. Not, not well. I. Who I really am. Etc. No. Not at all. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, let's move on. Letter? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Yeah. and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. R as in rocket. All right, and we have one more letter to go. Tomorrow we will give away a pair of Terrace Club tickets for the Pocono 400, which is uh, this Sunday. It's the 23rd uh, at Pocono Raceway. And the tickets include uh, shaded seats for the race, pit paddock passes to get up and close to the areas in the pit area pre-race. And uh, food and beverage as well. And at NASCAR weekend at Pocono Raceway is happening July 21st to the 23rd. Ticket and Kathy's dad. Available at PoconoRaceway.com. Look for Kathy's dad there, right. by the way. Uh, what's happening on today's program? Well, I will have... Uh, well. <laughs> I'll have more of those tidal wave festivals. And it'll be a tidal wave of love coming out of your radio as those uh, tickets, including Jelly Roll, who will be on uh, one of many artists on the bill, uh, coming mid-August to Atlantic City. Uh, we have uh, blocks of Chris Cornell. It's his birthday. Uh, we have Lincoln Park. It's Chester's passing day. And we have Pearl Jam. Someone else had requested that. I, I, it's going to come to me. Name but slips, yeah. It, I know, name yeah. slips away. But someone had wanted it. And uh, so as a birthday present to her... Um, uh, Nicoletta, I think her name is. Uh, we're going to send that out. All right, very good. Thank you. You have to go, don't you, That's Kathy? Just Dude. texted me. We got to go. Yeah, uh, Kathy's son Jace is here. I've never seen a more less impressed kid in my life. He's sitting here looking at his watch, like um, tapping it, going, "Where are you going? We got to go. We're going to the Phillies game." Ah, <laughs> and so he's nice. telling me we got to go. He wants to try to meet the players, get an autograph, catch a foul ball. Foul ball. Mm-hmm. Right, do it all. Stuff. I want to thank our sponsor. Today's program is brought to you by Duncan. The President and Steve Show runs on Duncan tomorrow for a Friday. No sad bro version of the show. Uh, we have a lot of guests. Brett Michaels yes, will nice. be joining us, which cool. is cool. Uh, one of our favorite comedians, Godfrey, is stopping by. And if you watch Abbott Elementary, Lisa Ann Walter. She's great. Will be in our studio tomorrow as well. So it's going to be a great way to end the week. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the U.S. Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash careers slash usbp. That's cbp.gov slash careers slash usbp.